You're listening to The Virus. The Ron and Fez Show starts... Now. Yeah, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show. Live 
in a post-Steve Jobs world. We're still here. Unlike Steve Jobs, we didn't check out on you. We stayed. Uh, we'll be taking your interrobangs today. Interrobangs. The interrobang. The interrobang. The interrobang. The interrobang. Big prize to give out. The interrobang. The interrobang. Which we believe is going to be with a question mark. The interrobang. The interrobang. Because that worked yesterday. The interrobang. The interrobang. If something works one day, do it the next. The interrobang. The interrobang. I live like a milkman. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Already major changes out here. Two of, two friends. That left was Steve Jobs, folks. Bon voyage. Steve, Steve Jobs put that in his back pocket and split. It's the eye bang. The eye bang is... No, Look at that logo, Peps. Badass. Looks Love good. It. It's the eye bang. I don't know if I would officially call it an actual interro bang, but I actually even might even like it better. I don't might start drawing that on my notebooks at school. There goes the swastika. The interro bang. I left with Steve Jobs. <laughs> the interro bang. The interro bang. It's a run of Fez show. It's uh, radio's answers to freaks and geeks. Who would you eat lunch with, me and Pep or Fez and Zito? Fez Zito. Question. The Intero Bay. The Intero Bay. The Intero Bay. I found another thing with a question. The Intero Bay. It's Kinky Friedman. The Intero Bay. Uh, we're giving out a prize. First thing this morning. Be ready for it. Uh, let's go over here to. Uh, Let's go to Lou first. Sweet Lou, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ron. I uh, was calling in about the interrobane. It is an exclamation mark intertwined with a question mark. Uh, that was from yesterday's show. Today, you just got to ask the question using... The interrobang. The interrobang. Using the, the uh, big question mark. Explanation point. Um, Chris, Chris and Buffalo. Can Steve Jobs rest in peace? That is one. Uh, by the way, I came in by cab today, mm. past the Apple store, and uh, the news people were out in front of the, the plywood fucking uh, building uh, asking people. About Steve Jobs. Yeah, that's where the the morning spots. People decide, let's go to the, the Apple Store. Well, no, that, that's bullshit. Because regular, no fucking regular person would go. Steve Jobs died, and I'm going to the Apple Store. The only fucking people that go there are news people, and then that brings some fucking, you know, weird kids over who want to be on, on TV. But I I find it hard to believe that a regular person in the world said, I heard Steve Jobs died. I'm going to go over to the Apple store and buy something or light a candle like it was Joey Ramone. Well, they're leaving apples and flowers at the uh, stores. Uh, this is the weirdest thing with Steve Jobs. Number one, um, I don't think there's too many corporate guys in history that people would be taking this harsh. No. no. Uh, two, I thought we all saw this coming, um... And three, Edison? 
When did he become Edison? He had a really good eye to make everything smooth and white. <laughs> yes. That's not the same as being an Edison. Edison actually invented stuff. Uh, Steve Jobs. And I'm not putting him down because he made a lot of money doing it. But he seemed to have packaged stuff well and marketed stuff well. But that doesn't make you an Edison. He never invented... Uh, as far as I can, I know, for the most part, he didn't actually invent anything. He was a businessman and a salesman and a fucking great one. And he just took things that already existed, like the MP3 player. Before the iPod, there was 50 different well, iPods. let's go back to the OJ thing in the garage. Yeah. Wozniak was building it. Yeah, he was building it, yeah. Fucking Jobs was going, come on, dude, keep building it. You know, I'm going <laughs> to fucking sell this shit. You get this shit out when there. When you're done with it, I'm going to sell it. I just went down to the sales floor, walked around 17. Nobody's saying anything. But you keep working. I'm not putting Steve Jobs down by that. He made his, his mark. But to keep calling him Edison is a very strange thing for me. Yeah, it's it's people people like to jump the gun when as soon as someone dies. He'll be on a list somewhere as number one. <laughs> Greatest inventor of all time. Greatest inventor, yeah. <laughs> He'll show up on some kind of wired list at yeah. the end of the year. Um Andy, Andy Yermanifes. Guys, Steve Jobs, R I Pad. Rest in peace, Apple Dude. Seriously, seriously, bad jokes. I never fucking appreciate it. I said. Go tweet that to your fucking sissy friends, and when they LOL you, then you can fucking feel like a big man. Oh, you see what I did on Twitter, dude? Hashtag. See, see I'm a little bit of a grouchy mood today. Have you already picked up on that? Why? <laughs> Steve Jobs died. It's understandable. <clears throat> I don't want him fucking overshadowing the fact that it's Daryl Hall Day. Yeah. I don't want anything to get in the way of Daryl Hall Day. Come on, live from Daryl's house, coming in here. It's crazy. Live and from this of course, house. one of the other reasons why I'm not feeling so good. City of Downright painful. The only thing I really did like is the Brewers have to go five now too. That made me feel better. Last night I get contacted by somebody who works here. Okay. Uh, they say to me, "Rob Cross out, done." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" His Facebook status changed. I'm like, "Look, I just talked with Rob today." Yeah. We're making, you know, plans about a future show. I'm sure he would say to me, uh, I'm leaving. Dude, Facebook says. So finally, I have to make the uncomfortable text to him. Oh, no. Has something fucking happened? And then even say to him, because I heard your Facebook status change. Oh, no. No. But I had like this very short window of thinking, oh, God. God, I don't want to fucking break in another PD. You guys don't know what it's like no. to fucking not hate your PD. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that that Rob is non-hateable makes life 100% better. Well, you're not having a, hey, let's get together for a skull session. Oh, God. Like going down at each other or something? Or? No, not oh. like that. Like, they fucking make up words rather than, like, having a meeting. And they're like, <laughs> are we really utilizing Pepper? Are we sure Zito's in the right position? 
You know, just fucking stuff you don't want to talk about. To fill time in a meeting. Just, yes. Jesus H. Christ. I mean, we get away with murder. Just have him rob. Be undickish. <laughs> he's a gone guy. The fact that he's not dickish, he should get a fucking medal for it every day from us. <laughs> oh, they're all awful. Um, Joe. Joe, you're on my face. Hey, Ron. Hey, why does everybody put Edison on such a pedestal when Nicholas Tesla was far superior of an inventor? Yeah, well, here's the thing about Tesla. Two things went, went south there. A, he kind of went bonkers towards the end, and I think kind of anti-Jewy and alien, like saying Jews were aliens from space or yeah, something. he was totally <laughs> crazy by the end. And the other thing is when Tesla covered signs, that was the stupidest <laughs> fucking song ever. Where was he going with that? What was up with Tesla? You invent all this shit, and then this is what your band sounds like? Bullshit. Tesla coils? Come on. I saw The Prestige. That actually, that movie is a little better than people give it credit for. Yeah, definitely. You got Bowie in there as, as Tesla? Fuck yeah. You jack See, I worry about Bowie constantly. I know. I gotta talk to my buddy from the iBang. Hey. Here's Mikey Boy. Hey, guys. Now, you qualified and said that no normal person goes to the Apple store to mourn Steve Jobs. Now, according to Twitter, it looks like Earl Douglas did just that. Alright, here's what's weird. He was also downtown with Michael Moore... On the march on fucking Wall Street. What? Check his thing all the time on Twitter. He's like, I'm here with Susan Sarandon. And he's just, he's wandering around every hot spot in the city. Is there a vibe that, I guess he's managing those vibes Check down the there. Vibe. Now, he actually went to the Apple store last night. Yeah, his, uh, his tweet says, uh, just left the Apple Store, and after initial res- resistance, flowers and candles near the ap- uh, near the entrance for Steve Jobs. I, I hope he left some flowers there. I mean, come some on, some bodega flowers, <laughs> two dollar roses. Uh, all right, Mikey Boy, it's all coming down tomorrow. Can you give us any hints at all? Uh, I'm sorry. Well, can you give us any hints about the Interbank dot com? I don't think I should. I just want to know what's going on. Right. What fucking moves is he making now? Jesus Christ. Earl also posted his heartfelt Steve Jobs message from the Twitter for BlackBerry app. Let's, again, do we have to be brand conscious here? Yes, because, I mean, the guy yes. had the iPhone. You can't, you can't so leave flowers at somebody's like store and be that into them. I feel like you'd have an iPhone if you were doing that. He thought it was just a little pricey. It is, though. I mean, I know touchscreens are all the rage, but come on, give me a keyboard. I like buttons. Oh, it's just fucking nuts. Taking your interrobangs this morning. The interrobang. The interrobang. The interrobang. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Ken. Ken, you're on my face. Sarah Palin has been doing what? I don't know. Shitting outside. Why, what's the big story with Sarah Palin? She announced that she is not running for president of the United States. All right, let me make my announcement with her. I want it now to read Sarah Palin and Ron Bennington are not running for president of the United States. <laughs> I'm going to get that press release out right away. She said she could be more effective from the outside. Me too. <laughs> I just like her. Drain fucking threes. <laughs> Just fucking all day Seriously, long. Let Kill me it. fucking tell you something. 
the fucking thing that freaks people out is I have the ball in my hand for a half a fucking second. Boom. Up. Boom. Up. I'm not even fucking looking at the basket. Killing it. Like Mr. Glenn Rice. Do you get any of this shit, Fez? Any of the jokes the boys are improv yeah. I don't follow basketball. Oh, you know what was basketball? There That's plenty. Go. Yeah. That's plenty. Yeah. That's pretty much the whole joke. That's it. You've got 100% of it. Nice. Did you write any funny things about Sarah Palin? Uh, no, I didn't. All right. Um, here's uh, Howard. Howard, you're on my face. Hey, boys. Uh, Steve Jobs is sending me messages. I keep finding PCs on the parking lots wherever I go. See, now that's going to make everybody feel bad. And this is definitely uh, driving people crazy. Steve Jobs wouldn't leave PCs. That's why I don't believe him. Uh, Natty. Natty, you're on Runa Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Good morning. Um, yeah. I, I'm a little upset. I, I want a little bit of an explanation. I just started to develop a relationship with the Ichiban, also known as the Ichiban Ban. And, uh, you know, the Ichiban knew me. I knew it. We had each other's back. And now it's gone. It seems that the Ichiban has been fired and replaced this new... Tough, flashy, and bang, and uh, what the fuck, man? Not only that is fired, Natty, you're also fired as a listener. Beat it. You've been blocked. You can no longer listen to the show. That's right. Blocked! Block it. You're blocked. And pwned. Oh, speaking of which, the puppet master just fucking bothering the shit out of the, the Bieber children yesterday. Yeah. Like pulling the strings of all the Bieber children. That's right. Right up their asses, too. He knows Don't info. Um, by the way, uh, Rob Cross is now sending everybody things that he is still with the company. <laughs> fucking Facebook. Yeah. It's making you actually <laughs> tell the people you saw it fucking 12 hours ago, yes, I still work here. They'll believe that. They'll believe Facebook. Um, Todd, Todd, you're on first. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. I don't understand why everybody's throwing themselves on the ground over Steve Jobs' death. I mean, you know, nobody ever did that for the guy who invented the A-Track. Oh, okay, thanks. Uh, ben, Arizona. Hey, Ronnie, a uh, question for you. Uh, Steve Jobs, best hype man since Don King and Flavor Flav combined? Yeah, I think there is a lot to be said about that. No, without a doubt. I mean, those, like, Mac Expo things where he would just go on a stage with a giant screen behind him and just fucking preview. There's the iPhone. There's the iPad. People lost their shit. It was kind of like Scientology a little bit. Yeah. It's, it, well, people said for years that Apple was like a cult-like place to work where he was like a guru. And I remember Bill, him. Bill Gates talking about Steve Jobs, and this was like a couple years ago. And he was like, I just wish that I had his ability to make things seem cool. <laughs> like, I don't know how to make things seem cool. And he does. Definitely. Yeah, he nailed it. Bill Gates is a fucking nerd. But so is Steve Jobs, but he was just able to fucking... I think he's a way. little closer to freak than geek. Yeah. You know, the, like he's more like the California weirdo, oh. not just the fucking nerd boy. Yeah, definitely. Well, he, you know, there were stories, you know, when he dropped out of college and went to India to try to fucking yeah. hang out with a... So you know he's fucking getting whacked. Yeah, just fucking gobbling up fucking acid. Here's the thing, too. I'd love to get rid of the fucking term geek or nerd since it just means normal now. Yeah. Every, every like, the hipster, the cool kid or whatever, right. 
has embraced it. Like I, you know, I love comic books and cartoons and about Gleek. anime. Well, I want to give you a little fucking history lesson right now. Fuck yeah! There was a fucking no talent knuck dragger by the name of Yui Lewis. Used to run by the name of Yui Lewis, who did a song called "It's Hip to Be Square." And Kinnison came back and did a joke. Yeah, same place. It's hip to be called Yui. But the fucking truth of the matter, that fucking Yui Lewis was correct. He nailed it. The fucking entire country are just the fucking baby fucking geek boys. Yeah, it's it's permanent. They accepted it and it's celebrated, and they don't care. Everyone loves Star Wars. Like even like. Tattoo culture has become, I don't know, like old school tattoos, like some badass shit. Uh, but now it's just Tattoo like. Tattoo used to mean you killed a motherfucker. Yeah. Now it's just, I check out this fucking Transformer sleeve I got, dude. It's fucking badass. <laughs> it's going to be here forever. Oh, Until they get just a black sleeve over it because they made a huge mistake. And there's giant Star Wars murals all over their bodies. And Jesus Christ. Ugh. Hey, uh, Joker, you're on a fez. Hey, Ronnie. Tonight, New York City. Can the Yankees and Derek Jeter take out the Detroit Tigers in Granderson style? I'm going to tell you something right now. I wouldn't bet on any of these fucking series. Mm -mm. I wouldn't bet on a one. Fuck no. No, it's all very up in the air, very shaky. Don't want to fuck talk about it. There's one fucking team I know of whose name I shall not say who can't hold a fucking lead. Hold your fucking lead. And this is done. That's all he's asking. Oh, it's fucking painful. I know who fucking jinxed me, too. Well, two people jinxed me. Okay. Jay Moore and Eastside Dave. Oh, he's... To luck, buddy. It's over. <laughs> fucking hate that talk. Seriously, though. There's no way. <laughs> I'm fucking watching TV, and I'm like this. God damn it, Dave. You fucking gotta jinx everything. I don't know why I can't. I need to blame an outside source. I well, can't really blame the people. Philly this year. Why are you gonna fucking say it, Come Babs? On. What is? What are you two doing on that fucking oh, no. stupid sports show? No, no. Eastside Dave Country. You no, do the no. big thing last night. Yeah. Pit Doc dropped me off in Astoria. Got the kegerator set up. Came back to serious, and then went went to the. Pit Doc just fucking texted me. He's over your place. Oh, oh, real okay. Um, How do you get in? Not lock on that door. Roach, you're on a Fez. Hey, I want to bring Fezzy into this. Uh, I, you know, I, I notice when I, when I listen to Ron Bennington interviews, the one thing you do is you make those people feel really, really comfortable. Can we do that with Fezzy? Well, yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of flipping the script where, you know, Fez uh, did that unmasked with me earlier. I don't know whether you guys have been over... Uh, well, you've been to Ron Bennington interviews, right? Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. Password protected. Yeah. Password protected. Password protected. My password, by the way, I'll set myself up as Ron Bennington. I don't know what everybody, I guess, I don't know what everybody does their own name on it. I don't know. Yeah. But have you ever been over Fez Watley interviews? No, I've not. That seems like it's kicking a little ass lately. Checking it out. Oh, there it is. Right. It's uh, <laughs> from, the, from the two interviews the other day. What's he even say there? Fez finally gets a chance to sit down with his longtime partner in this two-part interview and talk about remembering songs, lack of water for guests, and how Ron got started in comedy and radio. <laughs> well, that's part one. 
Yeah, what's part two? The thrilling conclusion of the two-part interview <laughs> with Ron Bangton, stored interviewer, comedian, and radio show host. Huh. I didn't know it was a two-parter. What other interviews has Fez done? Let's see here. Interview. I'll go to the interview section. Looks like right now it's just Ron Bangton 1 and Ron Bangton 2. All two. right. Oh, that's good, then. Um, Howard. What's the about page? Howard. Yeah, I'd want to know if fans listen to uh, Jay Moore's interviews like he was supposed to. I don't want to get into Fez stuff today. I know right away he's fucking weird today like yesterday. Today could be the day for me. I mean, my fucking eyes hurt. Oh, I don't they just, my this. fucking eyes hurt. I had your threats from last week. They come in every day to the same. I wanted to be all fucking happy about the eye bang on fucking Twitter. The inner bang. Interrobang. Please stop fucking. I shouldn't even be fucking going back and forth like this. But, you know, that's the fucking joke of my life right now. Uh, Let me just give you and Dave some advice here. You're doing your sports show, right? Yeah. And you want to be noticed by people. Love to. Would you leave New York? I would not. Okay, that's all you got to do. You just have to know who you are. Would Dave leave New York? I think he would leave New York. I don't think think. he would. No. I think if you guys want to be noticed, Mm -hmm. you should be doing an all-New York sports show. There's no fucking sense in you doing a national show when both of you act like, I was born here, I ain't leaving. (laughs) Do the fucking show you want to sell. But the only shows that I think really, because ESPN and Fox has all those bad national shows. Yeah. And first of all, I don't even think there's such a, a thing as a good fucking national sports show. I think the the reason why local sports is so much better is because fucking people feel like I do about the fills in this fucking thing. They have passion. And- you have passion, and you're like, I'm fucking destroyed. Yeah. But you listen to those other shows, and it's just guys reading lists. The ESPN shows are so fucking dull because no one gives a shit about anything, and then they have some ex-fucking player from whatever team that you don't give a shit about anymore, and no one is involved in it. Where local sports, when you listen to a guy just go, I I, I think I'm going to kill myself. I can't fucking stand this. Dead inside. Get him. Then you're on the fucking something. Stop doing a national show if you guys don't want to fucking leave. Niche it up. That's the future right now. You can niche your niche. It doesn't matter to me. I come up with my own fucking show. Uh... No one's going to fucking be able to top this. It's me and a guy who's locked up. And then two young guys. That's my fucking idea right now. Okay. So let's see another fucking show steal it. The guy locked up. Let's see, yeah. Let's see Ant come in where where fucking uh, Opie's locked up. And let's see him do it. I don't think it would work as well. Oh, we kind to talk. I mean, well, does the lockup guy not lock up at times, or is it a constant lock? No, every once in a while. He's just completely unlocked, sometimes angry, another time trying to do a throwback voice. Like nothing has ever happened all this time. Oh. Like the locking up never occurred. Um, Danny, you're on my face. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, do a local sports radio. Everything stinks for uh, sports. 
national radios for sports, except for Dino Costa on XM86. I just think that the uh, that it's more of a problem of the format that no one gives a shit because their their heart's not in it. They're just waiting for their team to come up on the fucking. Yeah, well, yeah, but also it's like the host himself. It's just like he's doing the weather. He doesn't fucking care. This happened, that happened. But when you get guys who care about their local team, uh, then it can become somewhat compelling. Yeah. I mean, when I watch ESPN, uh, when, you know, they're just snarky. They don't give a fuck what happened. They act like sports sucks. <laughs> yeah, they kind of like just pretty much shit on everyone. Uh, there was a... I, I was up the other night, like... Uh, I saw something so fucking crazy on there that I thought I was nuts after a while. What, what happened? What I can't even begin to explain it to you guys because it's too crazy. But who's the the longtime ESPN guy who's been there forever? Oh, um... Bob Lee? Huh? Bob Lee? No, the face of ESPN. Chris oh, Berman. Berman. Chris Berman. Thank you, Fess. So Berman... And this is when it was like 1 o'clock fucking wrap-ups. Berman's like... What has happened to short uh, fucking yard gains? Short yard gains. Are, you don't even see him. And then he's showing so many fucking times that guys have gone fourth and one and haven't made it, right? Yeah. I'm not fucking... And I think I'm using the right word when I say short yard gains. Then he holds up a fucking Rod Stewart album. And he goes, there, wake up, short yard gains. I got something to say to you. It's late September, and I really should be back at school. What the fuck? And I fucking did a what the fuck am I watching? This really happened. He was throwing up. And I'm like, should I wake my chick up just to say, look how fucking ridiculous this is? That's totally insane. Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, you ever listen to Jim Rome? Only when Jay Moore's hosting. Yeah, dude, I just wonder what you think of him, how he pauses after everything he says. He goes, welcome, clone. How are you? This is the best. Pause. This guy's a fucking joke. Pause. He's the worst. I know. Probably feels good to do an impression of something. You probably have your buddies fucking high-fiving over it. It don't mean shit here, all right? His boys are really happy, though. Like, did you hear what I just did? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fucking took down that Jim Rome. I don't know why people want me now to comment on every fucking local sports show. Michael, you're in my Fez. Hey, I just want to let you know, I um, you blamed me for jinxing the Phillies last night. I don't know who you are, but you fucking did jinx them. I did. I had a dream the night before they lost. Because I have Game 5 tickets, and I, I, I didn't want to go, but I got tickets. What? Anything fucking happens in that game five, Michael, and I'm coming looking for you. I'm uh, fucking coming looking for you. I got his number. number. This fucking planet Earth is not big enough nope. for you to fucking hide. Find a fucking spider hole or whatever to fucking go. That's yeah, the only spider way. hole it up. That, that'll buy you some time, I guess. But otherwise, you cut your fucking head off. Please don't call me about fucking local sports shows and want me to comment on them. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck what's happening in Augusta sports. Doesn't mean shit to me. What, you mean you're not checking out the local on the internet feed? No. <laughs> what's going on in Kansas? Here's the problem. 
I already fucking work in radio. So I don't go around and listen to a lot of it. All right, I got to ask you this. Is this fucking new Ben and Jerry's flavor real? Uh, apparently, they're doing something tied in. Yeah, let's all do slow movement towards it. Turn in a paycheck. Uh, Tobias Funks, and you know how he was the Bloom yeah. band, right? Yeah. They've got a new one, if you're to believe this, called I Just Blew Myself. Oh, come on. Now, I stuck up for Ben and Jerry's during your sweat, sweaty balls time. <laughs> But this is just getting to be too much. I don't know if this is true. I mean, I just blew myself. Come on. Jesus Christ. What, what are they doing? Putting out fucking porn? First of all, there's like 900 of these. I mean, it's, it's not. Happy nice. for David Cross, but if it's real. Uh, no, by the way, since you didn't get your keg pictures up yesterday... They ain't going up today, dude, because it's the fucking eye bang. We're going in a whole new direction. Not a bunch of fucking grab ass. That was going to be the end of the 202 friends. And I guess you got too drunk? Zito took the pictures. I don't know why. I took the pictures, and I thought they went through. But when I looked, uh, there were little red X's on my shitty Blackberry, which meant that they never sent. That was fucking Steve Jobs' last move that he did. He fucking destroyed the Blackberry. And this kegerator. This Tobias ice cream, I don't think, is a real thing. You think it's fake? Yeah, it's it's fake. Then why is Vulture lying to me? <laughs> well, information. See, I went to the Vulture page, but I went from a link from CNN that said a fantastically parodied uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Well, I'm fucking happy. I'm happy. You got me, Vulture. You got me. You happy now? Stand on top of each other's shoulders. Great. And blow each other. Well, you don't have to say that. Blew yourselves. Uh, Ray. Hey, Ronnie. Just wanted to thank you for galvanizing the whole state of Texas. About two years ago, I called in. You said that we don't even deserve a team. And ever true. since then, they've been gangbusters. Well, first of all, it has nothing, the team has nothing to do with the fact that Texas doesn't really care that much about baseball. Uh, I think the fucking Rays have been terrific. And I do agree with their owner. It's time for them to leave. Get the fuck out. Do it now. Uh, my father has an idea. He's saying that uh, since the Philadelphia A's, um, Philadelphia has not had a American League team, and they're ready to support it. Okay, so it probably would. There'd be a hell of a lot more people. In Let Tampa. me tell you, if you want to go to the fucking Phillies next year, you cannot get a ticket. Right. They are sold out for next year. Fuck. There's some kind of little fucking waiting line. That's fucking real. That's people who give a shit. That's people who fucking want it. And then Tampa Rays had good fucking runs last few years, too. They can't sell out the fucking playoff games? They've had four winning seasons, and people don't show up. And they've got a beautiful stadium. I mean, inside that dome, it's just so lovely. And the catwalks. On a catwalk. <laughs> you fucking look over there, and you just wonder. You just wonder, when you look around, how many people... You know what the fucking Cleveland Indians fans would do for some fucking seasons like for that? A couple winning seasons and to make a run. I don't even know if anybody wants a baseball team these days. I don't know if there's a city out there that's like, we don't have a baseball team and we'll support one. Louisiana. I think they'd fucking support a baseball team. I don't see it. 
They barely fucking supported their football team until they won the Super Bowl. And the NBA team moved there, and I think it was a little dicey for a while. Louisiana. That team probably would have moved if it wasn't for Katrina. Because that owner was trying to get to San Antonio anyway. They want to put two teams in San Antonio? They already have a basketball team there. Well, I mean the Saints. Oh. Oh. Well, thank God for that hurricane, then. Um, Nate. Nate. You know, Ronnie B., I swear to God, if that St. Louis squirrel jinx us, I'm going to St. Louis with a loaded fucking clip, buddy. Sometimes I, don't, for life. I don't know what kind of fucking stadium, seriously, can't keep themselves rodent free. On the fucking field? And everyone, you know, the girl's like, oh, my God, it's so cute. I'm going like this. We're fucking losing. All right? I don't want to sit around and be happy that a fucking squirrel's running around. Fuck that. And if you went through Central Park and you saw a squirrel, you wouldn't even fucking smile. Now you're happy? Fuck that squirrel. Terrible fucking exterminator job over there. I think it has a Twitter account, too. What does the squirrel? Yeah, people love an animal with a Twitter account. How many followers? Check it out now. Uh, let's go over here, Chris. Chris. Hey, I got a uh, spy report. Spy report? Thank God. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. The one week suspension turns into a. It is officially. Hank Williams uh, says it was my decision. I am leaving ESPN. Finally, that. The 20-year shit show of the song is over. It's not like uh, people are outraged and want him to do it. You know what I mean? And How people weren't happen? outraged that he even said it. Yeah. ESPN it really is bizarre. You have Larry David doing the fucking, having a kid knitting a swastika saying, get over it, Jews, literally two weeks before. But uh, you can't make the, the Obama-Hitler comparison. It's fucking weird. Well, aren't they two different shows? One's a comedy show, the other's a football show? Even so, though, it seemed like a big overreaction by ESPN. I mean, who the hell would have ever even heard of Hank Williams saying this? It was on Fox and Friends in the morning. No, I and- I, I agree with that, but there was no outrage. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, exactly. you can't even sit around and act like, well, the NWACP, nobody gave a fuck. It uh, really sounds I, like they were just looking for a reason to shit-can them. And, uh, they they should have shit-canned them because that opening blows, and it's <laughs> always sucked. Who's going to fucking take Hank Williams anything he says about politics seriously? Or country music. I mean, there's nothing. He was in here one day, and I'm just going to say, to me, this was the best line ever. So he, you know, they did like a little show here. uh, And then he says to his people, let's go get something to eat and drink. Whoever even says eat and drink. People either say, let's go get something to eat and assume there's going to be beverages there. And that made me think, i got to start listening to him a little more. Now, the new Hank Williams Notebooks albums, right? Yeah. That's out. Is he even on it, The Sun? I don't think so. I think it's just... It's just... Doesn't that fucking tell you something about the state of his career? Yeah, it's fucking weird. That if we were doing um, a salute to, let's say, Fez's dad, and it's me, you, and Zito on the fucking... <laughs> Salute and no fez. Fucking Merle Haggard's on it. What the? He's like a like a contemporary of his or whatever's on there, but his son ain't. Yeah, it's fucked up. 
Hopefully, it just goes to show you that it's been a long time. You can fuck your your career up by singing about Monday Night Football every fucking Monday. Just being content with that and just making Monday Night Football fucking. I mean, he's got to cut a stupid video every week. That's like having a job. Yeah, it basically is. Yeah, because you know they're not doing it in one day. The the fucking writing and recording and really. Yeah, I, I always assume they just went in a warehouse like like. But you got to write it, you got to record it. He's putting new stuff in they just in the time it? it takes you to do that, just to set a band up and set fucking cameras up. Oh no, takes for fucking ever. He's it's probably be... like having a fucking TV show. Getting backup dancers and shit. They never show him when he says the new lines of the week. So I feel like, or I don't think they do. So I feel like he's just recording those somewhere, and they've already shot all the footage. I'm telling you, you've already got more interest in, in me I've than thought I've about ever, this. ever fucking have. I like or the Fez football has. song. I, I'm the oh. only person in the country, apparently, who likes that song. Oh. Um, Chad, Chad, you're in one of us. I mean, I don't think anybody really gives a fuck about that that Monday night football anyway. The Monday, the Sunday night is way better. And that fucking Faith Hill, she's still a fucking smoking chick. S- seriously, you really are looking forward to Faith Hill ripping off with the Sunday night fucking oh, so song. Hot, dude. Oh, it's on, so man. hideous. I had news for you. The Sunday night football, I always watch. I never finished that game. I'm already, that's like fucking nine hours of football by the time you're It's there. going to like 1130. Uh, um, Bob, Bob, you're in Hey, buddies, I always wondered if people go to Hank Williams Jr. concerts and request a Monday Night Football game from the audience, just screaming it out. But that, that would mean that there actually is still Hank Williams Jr.'s concerts. <laughs> and by that, you should be saying that the used car lot, when they set up a, a fucking truck for him to come out, <laughs> we're going to sell some pickups tonight, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Let's go get something to eat and drink. Because we've been playing times where I've gotten some food and no beverage. I'm not going to be fooled again. <laughs> uh, Larry, you're in my face. Hey, Ronnie, wasn't Hank Williams Sr. notorious like singing racist country songs? Do you think maybe that uh, ESPN was worried that his true colors are about to show? First of all, racist like country songs is redundant. Second of all, no, that's the tradition. Come on. Let's check out Hank's tour. <laughs> uh, Eddie, you're in my face. Hey, Ron. Hey, uh, I'm friends with Hank Williams Jr. on Facebook, and he shut his whole thing down. He ain't saying shit to oh, nobody. No. It's, it's like Rob Cross. Thing with Rob oh, Cross. Hank. Hank Williams tour. No dates currently scheduled. Ever. Weird. <laughs> He's got a nice rebel flag up there, though. Stars and bars. Bunch of fucking military guys holding up a fucking enemy's flag. Fuck, man. Hopefully Hank the Third gets the new gig. They keep it in the family. Bocephus love. I am done with ESPN. Check out when Hank's coming to your town. Never. I hope that he gets fucking caught up with Vince McMahon and then make another run at the NFL. <laughs> Here come the Orlando Blizzards and they're coming tonight. The New Jersey Hitman going to fuck you in the head. <laughs> Here comes the Undertakers out of Oklahoma. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Please stop, please. Uh, Dan, you're in my face. Hey, Dick Holder, 941, checking in, buddy. What can we do for you? 
Uh, Ronnie B., I wanted to ask you something. On Sundays, once the red zone goes off the air, are you done with football, too? No, I'm done with the red zone. I'm just fucking finished with it. I haven't watched it yet this season. Gotta get a new feed. Or find someone with DirecTV. Wayne, you're on my face. Hey, man, the, uh, that Monday Night Football segment is filmed in Atlanta. Takes two days. My buddy uh, played on there. There you go, two night. days. Two days, and he got paid $800. <clears throat> Nothing. That's like fucking just having a regular gig, like a regular job. Yeah. Four hundred dollars a day is not bad. What's that? Four hundred dollars a day is not bad. Are you a professional fucking musician? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's a hundred thousand. I have no idea. It sounds like a lot. <laughs> I know it does. You just see what fucking Fez is getting for just sitting there. You wouldn't be able to sleep tonight. Um, Tom in Tampa. Hey, you know, if Hank Williams wanted to go on tour, guys, he probably still would sell out because he's like Jesus Christ in the South. But um, the reason he says get something to eat and drink is because he's notoriously always bragged about his whiskey drinking and, you know, being an alcoholic pretty much his whole career. And the other interesting tidbit is the reason he wears the glasses and the beard is because he broke his entire face in his 20s in some kind of an accident. And he was, he Tom, he was ugly. Tom, so. anyone who fucking knows this about Hank Williams really? Jr., seriously, this goes beyond fucking geek or anything. There isn't a word for the weirdness of a person who can Wikipedia deep into fucking Hank Williams Jr. fucking trivia. I fucking know everything about the dude. He only uses I, lambskin condoms. I only deep track this motherfucker. I can't get enough of him. I go through his mail. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but 1987, Hank's walking out of a bar in Nashville. And who's standing there? Chris Christopherson. So, Hank Jr. says to him, Did you just kick butt on my boots, hoss? Holy shit. Seriously, to know that much about Hank Jr. He's got to turn your life around. Uh, yeah, the, I've never even, uh, I can't even fucking imagine. His face looks fine. Well, he did fall down a fucking mountain or some shit when he was younger. Well, it looks good then. Wasn't ready for that mountain. <laughs> just going on Fox and Friends. And I heard Ima say that the Fox and Friends guys sold him out, which they did. You're like, why could you say that about the president? You know the, uh, you know that they just high five each other when something like that happens. This is going viral. We're going to be viral. So those fucking mics and cameras are off. Holy shit! Did you hear what he just said? Get that out. There. Fuck yeah! Isolate it right now. Let's run that motherfucker over. <laughs> well, they were pressing him, saying, you know, what? What do you mean by Obama is Hitler? Well, I don't think that's that big of a fucking backup question or once somebody says it. I do think you have to say, what the fuck? My thing like that yesterday that fucking blew me away is Sugar Ray claiming that he choreographed every fight that he was in. That's like playing See, here's the madness. It's one thing to choreograph yourself, but you're also choreographing the other person. So you have to fucking know... When I fucking hit him with these three, he's going to hit with that. So I'm going to come back with that. You've got to get inside his fucking head. To know his shit so well and be able to actually manipulate him into doing what you want to fucking complete the, chore the choreography. Amazing. That's why me and you, Jackman, were like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> it was awesome. No, it was so fucking nice having him here because so we didn't have to talk about the movie. <laughs> Which I will just say, the unofficial... Uh, greater from the Run of Fez show 
and slash film, Jermaine Lassier gives it a B, a solid B. Okay. Oh. Do I wish he was a fucking my teacher when I was younger? I would have made the fucking honor roll. Easy grader. With easy grader. <laughs> he was like super pumped about this movie too, wasn't it he? It was his most anticipated movie of the year, I think. He said when he put out his list. Yeah. yeah. I remember him saying that. I thought he was like trying to be ironic, and he wasn't. And I was yeah. like, oh shit. Maybe it's going to be good. And then I psych myself up about it. And now I. Because uh, I said to you, Jackman, right away, hey, fighting robots, right? There's not much else to say about it. These robots are going to fuck each other up. <laughs> I saw the movie. And it's like if robots were in Rocky and The Champ. They do Jesus. scenes from The Champ, and they do long collages exactly from Rocky. Oh, good God. And there's even a little bit of fucking E.T. in there, I think. Um, Travis, you're my fez. Ronnie, uh, you remember the windmill punch where Sugar Ray Leonard just, just wound up like a windmill and then punched the other guy with the other hand? Was that a Hagler or Hearns he did that to? Uh, he did it a couple of times because sometimes he would actually hit from the windmill... And other times he would fucking, like you said, just sucker punch with a fucking jab. That was the most embarrassing moment ever in professional fighting. But I will tell you this. Those might have been the fastest hands that's ever fucking yeah. happened. Yeah. You know, Jackman was calling the greatest fighter of all time. I'm sure we could all sit around, drink, debate that fucking point. But I don't know if there's ever been quicker hands. And I mean from fucking Jump Street. And I was trying to get it into Jackman's head. No. You didn't always know Sugar Ray was going to win. When he fought Marvin Hagler, I didn't think he was going to win. He fought Duran the second time. Didn't think he was going to win. That's awesome. I think I bet on the hitman to beat him. <laughs> Tommy Hearns was a fucking badass. Duran was fucking scary. And Hagler was pretty much unbeatable. He fucking took him down. It's crazy. And Sugar Ray, to me, always looked like he should have had a Motown con a contract. Oh, yeah. Oh, he definitely had that fucking look. It's great. He still does. It's bad fucking ass. Looks great, too. I'm not going to say, but one of the people that we know here made, I consider, an inappropriate remark about you, Jackman, being attractive. What? One man saying it about another man. I'll let Zietz just fucking say the statement. All right, the statement was, <laughs> I want to remember quickly, oh, I want to fuck you, Jackman. No one said that. No one, what was it, the, he so said, fuckable, oh no, he said so fuckable. He did not say fuckable, you came and told me a whole different Wait, thing. Now I don't believe to any no, of this. No, no, it was something with fucking it, I forget. The way that you said it, it was quite a looker. Oh. He's quite a looker, which one man doesn't say about another no, man. No, no, he said, he said, Something with fucking it, like I want to fuck Hugh Jackman or Hugh Jackman's fuckable, and then he said, "He's a he's a very attractive man." And then he made another comment that he you never said the fuckable. Oh, well, that's why it was weird. I'm sorry that that, that I swear on my life that there was some variation of the word. That fuck, person like, has kids. I know. Oh. Hey, did we ever get to the back of who knocked the girl and scratched her uh, uh, arm? I asked around; she wasn't saying, but she did end up. She had to go to the the ER yesterday. Not because of that, but I guess she just started like really freaking out. The hives? Yep. Oof. I saw the hives popping up on her. I saw it come out afterwards, running yeah. around. That's anxiety stuff, I guess, huh? Yeah, just because, you know, very big day around here. For Is them. it? Seems like every day. 
I mean, not for does. nothing, but I consider Daryl Hall a bigger star. Daryl Hall, fucking huge. Biggest duo of all time. That's right, Paul Simon. How you like that? Do you sell as much as Hall Notes? No. Mm -mm. I don't know who the other duos are. Everly Brothers. The hype thing is weird. I used to get it when I was younger from being cold. If I would be like in the snow too long, yeah. I would start to fucking itch, and then we get these hives. That's weird. I will get it on my tattoo. Like the black outline of the tattoo will like all of a sudden rise up. We'll get him to get it to do that. Um, it's kind of cool. If I rub it enough, it'll just be the black part. It's like an interactive tattoo. It is 3D. Nice. Here's our buddy Blowhard. Great job yesterday having those guys in. Even though it was a brief interview, it was incredible hearing Jackman ask him questions along with you. Yeah, because well, I didn't want to talk to Jackman about the movie. I'm like, hey, look who's sitting here with you, you. Crazy. But he was, was a great guy. You, Jackman was a great fucking dude. He comes shit. across that way. And, you know, looking back at Sugar Ray Leonard, um, he wasn't the most popular fighter because I remember the build-up to all the major fights, a lot of the public were leaning towards a Tommy Hearns or even a Duran at that ma at that point. He kind of came across as a little arrogant, but the one thing that made him... A little arrogant, but at the same time, he was like a goody-two-shoes. Yeah, and the one thing that made him so special was he would go into a fight with Hearns. Now, Hearns had that great knockout punch, but Hearns had very weak legs, and he would just have the most incredible speed, Sugar Ray. You can look at history of boxing. Go back and look at all the tapes. Nobody had speed in their hands like him. And a lot of times during those fights, I would lose all my bets because I said, oh, he's going to get the shit beat out of him. Uh, Hearns is going to knock him out. This guy's going to knock him out. And yet he amazed and just shocked me with the way he was able to just outbox and that speed and quickness. A great strategy. And, oh, just great strategy. He was such a cerebral fighter. And I, I didn't forget watching that No Moss fight when Duran quit. Was that one of the craziest things ever? That had to be. One yeah, of the that was gigantic. That yeah. was uh, really big. And Duran had that. I mean, Duran had that punching power, the hands of stone. And well, you know, when he hit you, I mean, you know, it, he would rock you. But Sugar Ray, until he had his detached retina, which basically ended his career, uh, he wasn't the most loved. And. Uh, and by the way, Ronnie B, it looks like you and I are dancing this weekend in football. What do you think? Uh, my team is just fucking destroyed, dude. You know? Now what happened to the trades? That league seems dead. Nobody trades. And if you do make a trade, you got a guy like Pecker saying, collusion, collusion. What wouldn't have I ever thought it's, 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 it's almost trade. like you're right. Yeah, you it's almost like we should trade. shut the fucking league down no, this year. No. Well, we've all been so busy here. No one fucking posts anymore. I, I even put up a thing about the people who don't start posts thinking I would fucking shame them. And Chris and Fezzer and that. Couldn't shame them. He's going to be sleeping all day Sunday. No. Yeah. Blowhard, I'd love to make a trade with you, but the trades you propose are not good. It's uh, what I say. You lie on you. the air. I would say this. You wearing prick. You said that I offered you like a piece of shit for like... Uh, you did. I don't I think there's not. anything worse than people talking about their fantasy league, though, in public. I mean, it's one thing to do it, but it's almost like when someone starts telling you their jack-off technique. Just do it right yourself. In. Don't fucking talk about it. Claw right on top. All right, see you later, Blowhard. Oh, there's never one for one topic. One topic is never enough for the Blowhard. Bouncing around. 
With blowhards call, I think you're fifth, Mike, today, Fezzy. Mm-hmm. What are you waiting to read? Saving it up for the read time? Uh, no, I was just uh, having trouble getting stuff out. Uh, Travis, you're running Fez. Another uh, remake. I got an Interrobang for you. Interrobang. The Interrobang. The Interrobang. The Interrobang. The Interrobang. What do you got, dude? They're going to be remaking Midnight Cowboy. And uh, apparently it's just going to be some greased-up faggot that likes lettuce wrap screaming, Cookie, 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 cookie. Why are you going to be an asshole, dude? Seriously. Why does that fucking help? Uh, why am I fucking doing this? Fuzz, you're as quick as anybody. Something fucking happened, huh? Time to shut her down? Take the fucking tires off of it? No, just uh, just uh, another nervous day. Apologize to everyone about that. Everyone accepts your apology. We were going to do uh, Be a Joke or whatever joke. I forget the name of it Tell today. Tell a joke or be a joke. No sense in doing it today. My guy's not ready for this. <laughs> You're going to pull him? Yeah, UCB Fred comes in here fresh-faced. and Very fresh-faced. Yeah. Lively. The whole point was just to have them switch positions. Maybe we'll just do it anyway. Without a contest, I'm switch positions today. Because my guy's in trouble. My guy's locking up. He's locked, locked it, but not. Someone loaded. set up a fire alarm um, 48 hours ago. I got a little fucking present for you guys today. Should I even tell you? I would. I mean, Coming I'd, about an hour. I'd love it. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Molly's minis. Oh! Whoa. Holy shit! Nice. I love me and Molly's cupcake. And many Not versions. everybody's getting some, though. Can I They're going to be giving out, like, rewards today. Do oh, I have I? hope. Do you I? feel like you, you've earned one today? Maybe not yet, but I want to fucking... I want to right, I I like make a run at from. it. Zeets, you feel like you've earned one? Well, he stole my answer, so I'm going to say, yes, I do. You're definitely not getting one. Oh. But it's only based on your new nickname, Mark the Shark, which I find to be just really... Uh, Derivative of how many times every guy you've ever m met named Mark has been Mark the Shark. <laughs> anyway, Mark the Sh Shark Zito sitting in with us today. Mark the Shark. Shark. Uh, and then we got Chris the Shark <laughs> also sitting in. Because I don't think it should rhyme, should be the only reason you get a nickname. Uh, Steve, you're on Whitney Cummings is funny. There's our big winner from today. What in tarot and, and go ahead and hit the bell and the whole thing's happening. What's his big prize, Fuzzy? He's going to pick up a signed DVD copy of Who's the Boss by, signed by Alyssa Milano. Oh, my God. That's really that's really exciting. Who's the Boss being the Interrobang, huh? Yeah. That's the season one on DVD, signed by Alyssa Milano. Season one? She wasn't even ready yet. Team Steam. Now, to get back into this, uh, Alyssa Milan, I mean, this Whitney Cummings, I haven't seen her show yet. And yet, I meet um, a lot of people saying, uh, I hate that girl. And I'm like, well, why do you hate her? She thinks she's, and I'm like, I don't know anything about her. But somehow, even during a sitcom, she. It comes across like she's too good for people. I, I haven't seen the sitcom either. I, I watched the other one where it's she's producing the two broke girls. I watched that first episode of that. Oh, she uh, produces that? I believe she pro is producing that. 
and she had she's starring in another show. And she's starring in Whitney. Whitney, yeah. Which yeah. just got picked up. For How a does full somebody season? produce a show when they've never they got no heat before then? No clue. She I had mean, a lot of heat from like those roasts and stuff. That's what it was. Well, I didn't know anything about see I don't watch the roast. I kind of fucking despise the roast. People I believe also are hating on her because she's an attractive woman and a comedian. Kind of like the Dane Cook thing that happened. I mean, maybe part of the Dane, Dane Cook. Dane Cook is not an attractive woman. I wish you'd stop fucking saying that. <laughs> maybe it was you who made the comment about Hugh Jackman. I think you took the Hugh Jackman story to such great heights. It was a guy saying, one of the guys here, this is the way Zietz tells me yesterday. Yeah. A guy saying, he is so attractable, attractive. And what, from what I understand, he like, you know, Oh, and then he fucking Zietz has turned it into he's fuckable. No, okay. Here's I was walking up the stairs. This person walked by me and goes, "Hugh Jackman's so fuckable." And I said, "He's very." I'm now going to ask that person whether they said that. Fine. To you. He's the other said, one I was going to let just go by. Oh, he definitely said. And then I, I said, "He's a very attractive man." He said, "But I think he likes the boys." And then just kept walking. And I was like, first of all, I can tell you that that I'm fairly sure that's not true at all." But we do that with our movie stars. Now, again, I would not um, hold anything against him if he was. It's just from hanging out, I don't think that he is at all. No, I didn't come this up. This is something we do to attract the movie stars. I don't think he is. I didn't pick up any sort of vibe. You pick up any sort of vibe on yourself? I don't. I don't, I don't get a, a fuzzy vibe at all. Oh, hold on. Here's uh, Jason. Jason, what do you got? Hey, Ron and Fez. Um, uh, the way I heard it was Whitney pitched both shows to both networks. Of course, she didn't think both shows would get picked up, and once they both did, she picked Whitney because it would be her starring more by herself than with a uh, co-star with another girl, and that's why she chose the other show, and that's why she's produced her on both. So she, they just throw her name on. She's kind of like, hey, it was her idea, but she's not over there actually producing the show every day. Not producing every day, but she did come up with the ideas, and I, I guess they say she's the showrunner. I'm not sure what that means in Hollywood. But she's if she the was the showrunner, it would mean that she's fucking writing every check and booking everybody, working fourteen no, hours a yeah, day. There's no way she's the showrunner. Okay, no I'm fucking way. I think she's just like an executive producer now, or something like that. She's probably just cashing checks on that and just acting in the other one. Pretty good year for her. It is a good year for her. Um. Good for Whitney, though. Mikey Boy's already said in. As a compromise, will Fez go back to watching movies if the new Batman movies fear, features a supervillain, the Intero Bang? <laughs> <laughs> I would accept that. Punctuation villains. Is Fez holding back telling us something today? Is there something that happened that I don't know about? Uh, we asked him how he was doing when he came in. He said a little shaky, didn't elaborate. So there might be something. I thought he just had a sinus problem. I don't remember him saying he was, I he was just a little sinusy. This was really funny yesterday. So one of the bosses says, hey, have you figured out your Christmas vacation yet? I go, no, I don't even know what my vacation days are. And he goes, I know you've got more time than Fez. <laughs> so I'm like, why would that be? It was Fez sick this year. Then we forgot he took that two weeks off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. You might be working through Christmas like Ebenezer Scrooge's guy. When my father passed away. Fuck, that was two weeks. Jesus. 
I, I, it's just, it feels. How long? How long did you take when your mom died? Uh, five days. I took her five days. But I, I had to. I, I I wanted to fucking come back because I was. I don't. Know, I was really fucked up that week, but I still was. I had to fucking do everything myself. Like I had to fucking figure yeah. out the funeral range and all that bullshit. So I, I don't know. I took out the. Phone. You were really funny that time too, because like people go, "Hey, sorry about your mom." You always be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I know." <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. My mom died. I know. No, no, no. I don't have any parents left. <laughs> no, just let's get past this. Why are we talking about it? I mean, it happened, right? Here's the paper. If you want it. <laughs> we're at work. Come on. Let's You're go. really good at dealing with emotions. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Everything well. <laughs> Uh, what's the entire bank page say? Countdown happening one day, one hour, 54 minutes, theinterobang.com. That means shit hits the fan tomorrow at what time? Tomorrow at 2 p.m. 2? Based on the clock. Based on the clock, 2 p.m. One hour, 53 minutes. Shit drops. It gets real. There's going to be shit swirling in a fan, flying, fucking splattering everywhere. See, he doesn't know where he's going, and he fucking throws himself out there. <laughs> but good you got to love this kid. You got to be crazy about the kid. He goes, I don't know where this is going. And it's almost like when a guy jumps out of the foxhole and just starts fucking running at the crowds. He doesn't know. He's zigzagging. I would definitely be that guy. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. We're all, it's just, it's, we're in the shit. Let's go. He's just blowing a bugle. Fuck <laughs> Shooting in the air with a fucking handgun. You gotta love it. No, you're doing that way. Somebody else is crouched down in the in the foxhole. Uh, oh, come on. Oh, get out of that foxhole. All right, one day. All right, what do you got up on it? Because I got one day, zero hours, fifty-two minutes. I got one day, one hour, fifty-two. That's weird. That is strange. So you don't know whether it's 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock. No. It all drops. I'll try a different browser. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. This could Maybe be you so might be used on Central Time. You keep scratching. Did you rise it yet? Yeah. It's um, at the, it's, if anyone wants to run their hand again, across it, it's no. the black lines on my tattoo are the only things that rise up like hives. Go ahead, go touch it. Okay. <laughs> sissy. Go ahead, sissy, touch your tattoo. Like right uh, across the black outline on this side. Oh. Is it really? Is it resin? Oh, yeah. There's a fucking outline of hive skin. It's but weird. Just, but just the outline. None of the rest of the tattoo goes up. I wonder if the guy pissed in the ink. Oh, that seems like pissy ink. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put some Perel on just that finger. <laughs> and this tattoo right, is I just want you to know something. The sloppiest person I've ever met in my life is Perel <laughs> himself after touching you. I used to fucking hang out with Pigpen, and he fucking cared more. You can't catch hives. I'm just... It ain't I hives he's worried about catching. <laughs> Shane, you're on the Fez. Yeah, Ronnie B. Hey, what's up, Pep? No. Hey, did you uh, float that keg last night? You float the keg. Oh, uh, no. I, I, fucking, I can't do it solo. If I float the keg, I would have gotten here fucking an hour from now. Are you enjoying beers, though, at different times of the day? 
see how it, it, I am actually because it's nice because I set it up right like, as soon as you open my front door to my apartment, it's right literally two feet from the door. Yeah, next to your bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk directly into a bar as I get into my fucking apartment, and it's great. You just pull the tap down like it's a bar. It's like kind of fucking mind blowing so far. I'm not used to it yet. So you love it. You were uncomfortable when you got it as a gift. I mean, it's a really fucking giant gift. It's a really great, fantastic gift. Are you you're gonna using have, a glass or are you just laying under it? You're gonna have to fuck him. Do you realize that? You're going to have to sleep with Pit Doc. <laughs> Thank you, Pit Doc. I cut up my big piece of meat into a bunch of little pieces of Did meat. Did you? Last night. Yeah, it, it was like I fucking murdered somebody by the end of it. There was so much blood and stuff. Did you everywhere. kill it? Uh, did you cook it at all? No, I didn't cook any of it yet. I'm cooking it for uh, my birthday's coming up. We're having like a nice Mark Zero birthday dinner with <laughs> the uh, Pit Doc meat. Now, you, so you're inviting some friends over? Yeah. I think you need to get seafood to go with it. Oh, yeah. Surf and turf. Yeah, surf and turf. Go some, old school madman. Yeah, get some fucking lobster tails. Come on, go find a guy, good fish guy. Okay. Um, you got a good fish guy? In a store, yeah, there's a great yeah, fish store. Problem is, in a New York City apartment, I can never really feel like I'm having a fancy dinner. It's like, let's go sit at the coffee table. Yeah, there's no you, room. Don't, you don't get a lot of fucking room, that's for sure. Joe, you're on a fez. Afternoon, boys. Yeah. Uh, Fezzy. Yes. Okay. The thing that's happening with your tattoo is called brailing. Uh, basically, it's, it's, it's uh, a rise in the ink. Uh, I've got a, a good deal of tattoos, and the one on my back has had it for years. So it's fairly normal. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to worry about at all. How new is the tattoo? It's pretty old, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 2003. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one on my back I've had since I was 18. I'm in my 30s, and it's, it's been like that forever. It's just... Some tattoos do that, some don't. So don't let it deter you from getting another tattoo, or don't worry about it. The red isn't even just fading. It's, like, actually going away. There's, like, spots on it where I think it's my actual skin color. It's not even faded to pink. It's just gone. I don't know. It looks pretty red to me. Yeah, it's just red. Because yeah. I was staring at it in the mirror the other day, and it but looked like there was spots in it that were just disappearing. You just fucking stand in the mirror and stare at your fucking skin on your tattoo? Like uh, like I have tattoo vitiligo. Well, I don't remember how bright it was before, though. The one above it has really faded a lot. Oh, yeah. That actually looks shitty. Yeah. That used to be, like, really shiny and almost had, like, a 3D quality to it because the colors were so bright. You got to get that touched up. Or put a question mark through it. I mean, and the other one's point. not looking good either. I would, yeah, that's the problem with the tattoos. They just eventually look shitty. Yeah. Now, Hicks, I would have taken you for some kind of tattoo monkey. You want no part of it. No, don't. A, a costs way too much fucking money. And B, I don't want to put anything permanent on me because I will get tired of it. And I'll look at it and be like, why the hell did I do that? I just think, like you said, that the tattoo culture got so fucking weird that no one cares anymore. If I see one more fucking Zelda tattoo, I'm going to lose it. Like, Zelda, it's the fucking video game. Everyone has, like, the triangle Triforce thing and, like, on their chest, on their arms, their sleeves, just fucking video game sleeves everyone has. If I was fuzzy, I would just feel like I was dirty-armed, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's ink under my skin. I can't even get to it. Yeah, it, it's insane. It fucking has giant fucking... Video game tattoos. I don't get it. Uh, Jason. Hey, boys. Hey, Fez. Red and white are typically the inks that don't like to stay in people's skin, so I wouldn't worry about spots that, that fade away or whatnot. Oftentimes, those need to get touched up, man. It's nothing to worry about. You never had it uh, touched up at all, huh? No, this is... No, all three of these are the original work. Where I may get my Riddler tattoo touched up. My question mark? 
Just this, to make it into the interrobang. Nice. Yeah, don't do that. Because that would be permanent. Forever. Don't do anything permanent on yeah, your skin. I have this Ichiban tattoo, and I feel like a real jackass right now. Mm. If I had the question mark, I would just add in the Mysterians to it. <laughs> don't fucking get it out there. 96 tears. That'd be badass. Coming up a little later on in the show today, uh, the great Daryl Hall. Daryl's House, live from Daryl's House. It's the most amazing music fucking show. Forget on the internet. Forget on fucking TV. Just planet Earth across the board. It's the shit. It's just a really fun show to watch. And every episode, every every guest person he has on, different and cool. Chris, you're on Fez. Hey, I just did a little quick Googling, and I do also get some raising of my the black outline work, never in the shading, but... It says uh, here on this little website, when does tattoo raise up? It says this can be caused by sun exposure, sunburn, slapping, scratching, rough clothing, or even stress. Thought that might be a little pertinent. Oh, fuck. I don't care. Uh, Jeff, you're on my fez. Hey, buddy. What can we do for you? Hey, uh, what does Pepper have wrong with video game tattoos? I don't like them. I think they look stupid, in my opinion. Really? They look... They look stupid, dude. I've got five video game characters on my right arm. I've got Mega Man, Pac Man, Fire Mario, Link from Legend of Zelda, and Puka from Dig Dug. So, and I'll oh, the Dig Dug put me over. That's the coolest one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got on my left arm. I just got done a six inch by four inch Captain America holding his shield. I mean, it's our culture, buddy. Badass, you know, dude. Geeks. Yeah, we're geeks. You know, so we get tattooed us now in fifty years. I know it's gonna look like shit, but for right now. I wear it with pride. Okay. It's like some drippy eggs on my arm. Seriously, Jeff, shut the fuck up. I mean, bragging about your fucking tattoos. Well, he's bragging about Mega Man. It doesn't mean shit. It's stupid. Everyone has a fucking tattoo now. You're not being daring. You're not being outside of society. You're in the middle of fucking society. We should have opened a fucking tattoo parlor franchise like maybe like five years ago it would have been fucking huge now like hey video game tattoos exclusively here <laughs> we'd be fucking breaking it up if there's young people there's a you're gonna be fucking getting tattoos thomas you're running fez hey how how shitty do you think davy maxfield's having peachy bomb branded on his on his ass when it's completely irrelevant now I'm sure the Ichiban has faded from his ass since it was a brand. Hey, still a word and still a fucking beer. Uh, Hicks, here's some of these minis. Oh! From Molly's New York. Molly's New York on Bleecker. They came in early. What nice boxes they come in. With little bows and whatnot. It's I've never gorgeous. seen the uh, Ron Bennington mini yet. I'm very, very excited. Oh, oh. good lord. I passed one over here. Because I didn't like the idea of it, but now I do. As beautiful as a Ron Bangton, but just slightly smaller. Goddamn. It's in there's stall. Oh, these are beautiful. I'm going to give it a so taste good. to make sure it has the uh, same. Now, what's on the other side? Okay. The Looks like we have some red velvets. Yep, yep. Red, some beautiful red velvets, minis. I'm not the world's biggest Red Velvet fan. The frosting on these from Molly's is it's crazy how good it is. It's scary. 
I might even like the mini Ron Bennington's better because I don't know if I can um, sustain the chocolate to the whole one. It's a heavy cupcake. I love it. Love the Ron Bennington. Matthew. Matthew. Once, twice. Uh, let's go over to uh, Shannon. Shannon, go ahead. Ronnie. Ronnie, what are Fezzi's tattoos? Fezzi, what are your tattoos? I got a question mark for the Riddler movie. Um, I got a Buccaneer tattoo, that logo when the Bucks won the Super Bowl, and I have the Tampa Bay Lightning tattoo from when they won the Stanley Cup. Straight up and honest at you, honey. No jokes there. You got the full, real deal. Uh, let's go over here to um, uh, Brian. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing? Yeah. Hey, I just want to tell you about this banner I got all the way across my back. It says 202 Friends on it, and it's right above the uh, Anya Tarding's gold medal uh, tattoo that I got a few years back. Uh, let's head on over here to Ken Bud, Jeremy Manifest. Hey, Ronnie. It's Ken Bud. Hey, I saw uh, Daryl uh, Hall on Jimmy Fallon the other night. Did you see that by any chance? Yeah. Did you notice how Jimmy would try to just take over the lyrics on everyone? Uh, I didn't get it. Uh, really, I kind of felt a little uh, bad for Daryl. Me too. Daryl would try to sing, and Jimmy would kick in, and I was like, shut the fuck up. But uh, uh, the internet show is great. It's really good. I'm, I can't wait till he comes on. Thanks. What internet show? Oh, Dar- live from Daryl's house? Yeah, yeah, that's really good. It's fucking amazing. Some of the guests he gets, I'm like, what the hell? The hell? I didn't, would have never put those two together. So it's, it's really cool. I know. That's the thing about him, though, is you can find out he can sing any kind of any kind of genre. It's awesome. amazing. Yeah. It's a really cool fucking show, man. Like I was surprised he had fits in the tantrums on. That was, I mean, that just uh, just every actually every every person there you think he might not work, but he here's the thing work. about Daryl. He's in his sixties. The voice. I'm not going to bring up other people who've lost their voice over the years, but there's quite a few. So I'm watching one day, and he's got these young guys, and they're like, all right, we're going to do our vocal warm-ups you know, before we do this. Yeah. And they said, uh, what are you doing? He goes, I don't warm up. He doesn't have to warm up. <laughs> That's fucking badass. So here's these young guys. They're like, you know, 30s, and they're like, oh, you know, doing whatever the fuck <laughs> That's awesome. sissies do to make their voice feel better. Darhol's like, I'm that don't have to. Fuck it. I'm fucking the man anyway. Uh Paul. Yeah. Hey Ron. Yeah. Yeah, I go to a gym right near where the Jersey Shore house is, and all these high school kids are coming in now with Jersey tattoos, like outlines of uh New Jersey, Jersey strong, like big lettering going down their legs. It's fucking ridiculous. People are proud of their Jersey roots. They really okay. are. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Hicks. Hicks. Yes, yes. Do you, do you do a show with a cock in your mouth? I, I no, there's, oh, yeah. there's no cock in my mouth, motherfucker, because I'm fucking talking to you right now, you fuck. What are you mad about? I don't like that you apply there's cocks in my mouth. That's what I'm mad about. Why do you act like that's the most embarrassing, worst thing that could happen? Because I think it might be. If, so, if I ended up fucking in some fucked up situation where there was a cock in my mouth... <laughs> That would be over. <laughs> Come on. You would kill yourself? Probably. Would you kill yourself if you found out you got so fucking wasted that you got mouth fucked? Oh. I. I Seriously. Mean, I, I mean, this is a total shoot. Yeah. I would get the rope. No, I'd throw myself in front of a train car because that's the way, I, that's the way I, I've always wanted to fucking go out. Oh, 
It's too grindy. It's so inconveniencing. I've for been all the so people fucked over by the MTA yeah, over the years that I fucking would love. I know, but you're taking it out on the other passengers. I don't care. Fuck them. Fuck, one time I wanted to go to Boston, we couldn't go because the train hit somebody, and I knew it was bad because, you know, like, somebody died, but I was just so pissed off. I was just like, God damn it. This is really ruining my commute. This just happened in Philly to Mike Kaka when he was coming up here. They stopped the fucking train, <laughs> Fuck. and it was hours that he just had to sit on a train. That blows. Well, people of the New York subway system, if you get some sort of fucked up message over the thing, you'll know why. So that... Someone mouthfucked me and I killed myself. I don't think they announced that, oh, somebody jumped in front of the train. We're, somebody killed themselves. We're delayed. We're all good around. They won't read the note. <laughs> because you won't be able to. That's fucking hardcore, though. That's how much you hate them. But, yeah. well, Zeitz, if you got so drunk that you found that you got mouthfucked, would you kill yourself? I don't think so. I, I would just, I would be like really weird out and bummed about it. I'd be, I'd definitely try and do some recon and figure out how the fuck that went down. But, uh, <laughs> I, uh. <laughs> Look, uh, I don't know whether you saw me last night. There was a gay prostitute gang. But, uh, no, I don't think I'd kill myself. Only because I, uh, you know, the death fear. <laughs> also the gay fear, though, so. Who's know. here today? Is UCB Fred here? Yes. UCB Fred is here. UCB Fred is the first person, I think, who's had a good enough day that they can come in. And eat their Ronnie B cupcake from Molly's. Bring them in. Come on, Fred. Come on, UCB Fred. You enjoy yourself. Because, uh, Hicks, you don't think that you deserve yet, huh? I oh, saw yeah. both you and Zeets come over and just stare at it. But think to yourself, I don't know. I forgot that we had to oh. earn them. And then fucking, I went back. No, Zito actually picked one up, but I gave him a fucking look. Wow. That did happen because I... What again, the fuck you think you're doing? I know. I like that you're doing that. UCB Fred, do you feel like you've had a good enough show that you can enjoy a cupcake? I think so. All right, yeah. go ahead. Help oh, yourself. Come on. All That's right. the Ronnie B's there, and you take that over the Red Velvet. You're like most of the customers. I think so. I mean, it's got peanut butter and mm. chocolate. And butterscotch, and if butterscotch. you want to know the truth. Oh, so good. Will you eat like a fucking bird? Open that up and come eat on. like a man. Dive in. Come on. Act like you're I do UCB. eat like a bird. I don't like to eat all at once. I like the little bit. <laughs> have so have it a nice doesn't... big chew. Come on. Right. What do you want to do? Have a worm? It's already Some fucking mini. bird seed? I have to put the whole thing in my mouth? All right. Come on, get shoved. Yeah. Not the paper, you fucking animal. Come on. That's not even edible. It's really good. How, how are you going to fucking digest that? You better get something to drink because you're not fucking swallowing. <laughs> I don't think I can. No one can mm. die from food. Stop acting like a baby. Mm. No, it's you just get happiness. Do you like the taste of it? It tastes really good. Uh, we want you in the fucking tell a joke or be a joke today. And give you the chance to co-host the show. But my man is not ready today. He's not telling us I what's wrong. But he's he's seventh mic right now. But I was so psyched up to tell a joke and not be a joke. <laughs> I was practicing. I'm last fucking night. seriously. I'm crazy about this kid. And I never want to give him back. Fresh. What a wacky fucking stupid thing to say. Rock solid. Where do you live? Brooklyn? Yeah, Brooklyn. You, you seem like going to Brooklyn Strangies. Like yeah. a fucking Williamsburg? BK. No, no, not like Park Slope. But south of Park Slope. It's even nicer. Like, it is nice. I don't like it to be I don't like the I don't like the air in, in Williamsburg. It's too there's too much like Close. Yeah. You know, why the people there they have this attitude where they're like, Oh like they're so disappointed. Why have all the fucking hipsters act like they're not hipsters? Oh, they can't stand it. Like, I'm not a hipster. What are you talking about? It's like they're wearing the high waisted pants. You are a they... fucking hipster yourself, dude. No. You're like the quirky hipster. Yeah. Yeah, you got a little The only fucking on person here who isn't a hipster is Zeitz. Ah, no. He's like yeah. a fucking 
Seriously, he's like a Freaky Friday where he's like a middle-aged man <laughs> who got thrown into a young person's body. I like I like soft rock. I like uh, you know, I like staying in, hanging out. It's fine. Also, I got a frantic email from Jenny Hutt asking that we save her a mini cupcake. I don't know if she deserves Why it. Why does she email you directly? Why doesn't she email Ronnie B anymore? The well, because I did book her there. on the show. I, I booked her on the show. <laughs> I might cancel her now. Don't do that. I'll know how she lost all that weight because I see her really enjoying food. She likes a nosh. Yeah, but she works out. She she's got those. It. She's got those uh, workout I don't, I don't videos. Why you watching that? This is bad for you. No. But she said in one of them, you know, her her, her boobs almost popped out. All right, Fred, she was out, she was bragging about it. <laughs> Seriously, I want you to talk about your babysitter like that. Fred, enjoy yourself a red velvet now. I got, all right. Yeah. Why was that what? a problem for you? Uh, too much. What do you want to do? Get back to stomach. I what do you want to do? Get back to the nest. All right. I think you only earned one. You earned two, sir. Well, the eggs about to come but out. But he's acting like he's being fucking penalized. This is, this is great. Eat that cupcake. All right. All right. I'll one eat bite. the cupcake. One bite. All right. You don't yeah. have to one bite. You can half oh. bite it. All right. I worried about you. You just look like. <laughs> You look like you're fucking unfamiliar with food. That was food. a lot. One of my, the only, the only yearly goal I have left is to gain 10 pounds, and I can't do it. I can't, I'm not. You can't do it if you eat that way, if you have a mini cupcake. Well, now I know what I'm doing wrong. I yeah. can't. Hey, there you go. Oh, you look, yeah. Mm. Much better. That you're just licking Where is food, he from? not eating it. Where the fuck's he from, originally? Uh, Virginia? Yeah, Virginia. D.C. You don't even seem fucking southern to me. No. I no. Thought, yeah, I thought you were New York local. I didn't think when you said Virginia, I was like, "What the fuck?" I adapt very well. I can blend in. Uh, look who it is. It's Bobby the Champ. Hey guys, I uh, my birthday was last month, and my my chick got me a Ron Bennington cake that fed tw well, it could have fed fifty people, but it fed uh, twenty people. The twenty cake times. Was, the cake was about thirty-five pounds. It was so thick and heavy, it was delicious. Did they make a cake for you? They do. They can make. Oh, wow. They'll go out of their way and make a specialty thing. They take care of people. That's oh. nice. Molly's New York. They care. I don't know if Molly's uh, Chicago does that, but Molly's New York will. And it's a great look to get the cake. It was. It, it looked great. It tasted great. I actually have pictures. I could send them. Yeah, over. send them. All right. I'll try to look at them later. All right. Have a good day, guys. Be the best, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Bye -bye. Look at him. See, he was once my intern. Now he's eating a thirty-five pound cake. <laughs> That's where you're going to be one day. I can't to wait to fed. graduate to the cake. Right Circle now I'm eating life. bites. I got news for you. And I never, you've never fucking heard me say this before. This kid is either going to end up on a sitcom or a fucking movie. <laughs> Write it down. He is so fucking oddly likable. Can it be Whitney? I want to get on Yes, Whitney. you're going to be on Whitney. Sure, That's yeah. what the fuck we're doing. Walk on. You're gonna fucking be on Whitney. She's Hello, gonna be like, Whitney. Yeah. Any project in the world that she was from, he's like, I want to do Whitney. <laughs> well, I mean, she's hot right now, Zeets. Yeah, two broke hot. girls. You want to do two broke girls? Yeah, I'll do two broke girls. It's set in Williamsburg. Oh well. They Stop acting like you don't fit in. You do. You take UCB classes. Yeah, come on, dude. You and can't you're an get animator. more. <laughs> you can't get more hipster <laughs> than everything you're doing. You're wearing a fucking hoodie right now. But I have a love for life. I I don't like hate things. I don't. You know. I genuinely like things. I don't go like, oh, I only like it ironically. What type right, of shoes? Let, let's go. Let, let's wear, like, do this. Because I gotta get some back. When, what year did you graduate from high school? <clears throat> uh, two thousand one. Right, so two thousand one. Yeah. You're what? You're in your late twenties right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So, at this point, you're in your late twenties. Yeah. You're an animator. 
You're fucking taking UCB classes. Living in You're wearing a hoodie. Living in Brooklyn. Dude, everything about that is a checkoff list for hipsters. What about the pants? The pants are not tight and they're really loose. Okay, I'm going to get that, but your haircut is ironic. Are you wearing your cartoon strip sneakers? Yeah, I am. Oh my god, he really does wear Converse shoes. (laughs) So they have comic strips on them. So Mm, what? Nailed it. Oh, come on. You act like Fez hasn't seen them before. Why do you act like that's a magic trick? What about my mom got them for me? She they were hipster. Your mom's a hipster. Yeah, no. Yeah. Did your did your mom ever worry that you were kind of a strange kid? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, she would always like try and drop asides and be, you know, like like once she wasn't sure that if I liked girls, she'd be like, "You know, we'll accept you, you know, either way." And I'd be like, "What are you talking about?" It's always the Shit. most embarrassing thing. It was because I couldn't get any dates, but I was like, "Look at me, I'm really awful looking high school kid." Like, fuck, yeah, but you've grown into your looks now. Thank you. <laughs> Being fucking ironic, like your whole generation. Oh no! Oh, see, I don't, I can't get yeah, but, that. By the way, what I want you to do is fill your fucking pockets with cupcakes and leave before Daryl Hall's. Okay? I don't want any part of that. What's your shirt say? Oh, it, that help you hold you down? Oh, it's... Have you ever been to the, Have you ever been there? No. That, that's I, no. shit. I saw... Okay, I found it in a thrift store. So what? That's oh, fucking hipster. Oh, my God. That's 100% hipster. You know who my new favorite kid is? Is that fucking <laughs> kid, that little fat kid singing into a banana. Um, Timmy? Yeah, Timmy. How big has his YouTube gotten now? Do you know? I'll, I'll, I'll see what the hits are. It's got to be pretty big because the association with the Gaga will blow you up. Yeah, that's really smart. They, the kids love. He's a little monster, bona fide. <laughs> uh, people uh, are saying that the the mini Runny B is the first time they've had a center filled mini in the history. That is that is fucking big. So one, once again, it's not just the eye bang today. We're fucking breaking <laughs> barriers all over. That's right. Online, offline. Revolutionary. All right, here's um, Timmy singing You and I by Gaga. Do We don't know how many uh, YouTube hits it's gotten, no? though. I'll see it in a second. Once. It's got to be 40 billion. <laughs> now, if you had a fucking kid that was a little quirky, right? And you know yeah. what life is like for the quirky kids. It's yeah. not the easiest. Would you either A, embrace him, or B, try to change him to prepare him for the world? You know, that's all parenting really comes down to. It comes down to two things. Do you let this kid be themselves, or do you go, dude, I know how the fucking world is. Let me help you out here. Now, sometimes people do that strict or whatever, but that's the only two things that you can do as a parent. I think you secretly root for them, but maybe you push a little bit. Just to see if they push back. To see if they would, what? You'll push in what direction? Like, against what they want to do. Like, you have to kind of be the resistance. Like, you have to be something they're fighting against. Even though if you secretly want them to be. But not too much. You know, just push a little bit. Now, Zeets, let me ask you. If you had a little fat, effeminate kid like this, would you let him sing into a banana on YouTube, knowing that the cock jokes are coming? Uh, it'd be a really tough call. I, I think, look, if your kid's happy, whatever. Uh, like, I, I really, all it would come down to, I guess, is happiness for a child. Because, like, I probably did some fucking weird shit, but my dad didn't know about it. It would just be strange because I knew about it. Right, that's the thing. I mean, this kid's parents had to put this out here. Now, 
I, there's no reason to do jokes about the kid, except for that's just the way the Internet is. And all you got to do is go down and look at the responses to this. Oh, yeah. Fezzy, you let him? Oh, uh, yeah. I would let him indulge whatever creative avenue. Indulge that banana. Uh, now, hold on. Do we think he's being creative by fucking singing into a banana? He's just being goofy. I mean, get well, a fucking need... microphone instead of the banana. He likes Lady Gaga. He can't even write his own song. He's singing a Lady Gaga song. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> karaoke, sure. Yeah, if it was a microphone, though, I don't think it goes viral. I think the banana really did it for me. I know it goes viral because they're going to look at the fat kid eating the dick. <laughs> That's the problem. Oh, no. Yeah, so all you got to do is read the responses. Ah, internet. Um, all right, let's play some of this. Would you let him dance like that? I would be more upset at his choice of <laughs> song. <laughs> Not a good song. It's been a long time since I came around. Been a long time, but I'm back in town And this time I'm not leaving without you <laughs> It tastes like whiskey when you kiss me I'll give and it's gonna get me be your baby doll This time I'm not leaving without you You say, sit back down where you <laughs> something, something about my cool New York time. Yeah, something about you and I. Alright, let's stop it for a second. Alright, so the kid is about how old? Can you even tell? He's I would guess eight. Yeah, he's probably like seven or eight. Alright, so he's a chunky little kid. <laughs> he's singing into a banana. And he dances fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't help but laugh. He's not even singing into the right direction of the banana. <laughs> he's got it turned upside down. It is. It's fucking... He's seriously a strange kid. That would be the microphone Hicks, cord. would you let this go out if this was your kid? I would not put it on YouTube. I right, Zietz. After watching it, like, like, in three or four years... He's just gonna be so fucking angry. This is out there, right? Because like even like like I like some things that are considered, you know, you know, maybe flamboyant or, right. or womanly now. But back when I was younger, I liked like some serious <laughs> weird shit. Like I feel like every like I liked like real McCoy and Mandy. Like I like that stuff, like boy right. band type stuff. And I feel like all little kids go through something where they just hear top forty radio. But he's like, actually eh. doing a thing where he's going something about that guy, yeah. and he's singing about a guy. And yeah. he's a little kid. It's bad. News. How he likes to t how he likes the taste of whiskey on his breath <laughs> as he's kissed. He's comfortable with himself. Yeah. Oh, he just born he this is, way too. Uh, I play a little more of this kid. He dances like an idiot. Oh, 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 
All right, stop it for a second. You know I, his mom shot this. Oh, yeah, or older sister. <laughs> my, mom, my mom wouldn't let me do this without a doubt. Now, yeah. when the, the dance moves that he's doing, is he's just totally ripping them off from the video? Or is he making them up himself? They might be. I saw the video. Somebody tried to send it to me, and they... <laughs> I think he's trying to emulate her. All right. So it would be even weirder if he was making up those moves. <laughs> <laughs> so... Because you'd say you'd let it go out. Yeah, I would let it, if, yeah, but I would knowing, let it put out his YouTube. Yes. Knowing that the world is as mean as it is, they're going to be mean because he's a chubby kid, because he can't dance. And what would you give this song choice, sound, dance, everything, letter grade? I would give it a, I would give it a B minus. <laughs> I think it's, I, you know, I don't know. All right, let's go over to you. What are you giving him letter grade? I'd have to say like a solid B because he's decent, but he's a little off. Yeah. Like his, you know, Hicks. Yeah. For funniness factor, this yeah. kid's gonna fucking A plus. For yeah. actual fucking singing ability and dancing, I like a fucking C. I. I... Z uh, Z All little kids have that high voice, so can't grade them too high on the singing. However, the inherent flamboyance and hilarity makes me go seven and a half. Let me tell you something. I think the kid's voice is fucking amazing. I think he sounds fantastic, and I think he's got a little bit of soul. He connects to the song. Now, singing in the kitchen into a fucking banana <laughs> and really trying to do the bad dancing when he didn't need to, that's a mistake. But listen to his little voice. I think he sings his ass off, and I, agree, I disagree with you, too, on one thing else, Fred. What's that? I fucking dig the song. I think it's a solid pop song. Uh. I don't know. It sounds like a really bad Shania Twain kind of like. It's, it doesn't sound good to me. It's just it too sounds long like for. I mean, it gets blown up. It sounds like it belongs on the radio. That it sounds a fucking like a hit song. It sounds like a machine. It's like. Let's listen to here whether we hear a robot singing. <laughs> listen to the, the music. Fucking going for it. He's on stage in his fucking stupid head. He doesn't. He does have an intensity you don't see. But it, is it his swagger? Is it just an impression? I think player? it's his swagger. I think he's living through the spirit of her, but he, he definitely like has that intensity where he's, you know. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> good. I ain't fucking lying. Now I'd buy a ticket to go see this kid. I'm fucking, I'm fucking crazy about him. That was nice. He did his. He's blessed himself. 
See, I'd be more embarrassed that this was shot in my cluttered kitchen with my ugly oven mitt hanging there. <laughs> it's true. They could Listen to this voice. Here's what I would say. Just get on a bus, kid. Don't fucking live in that little town. Just get on a bus. That's true. He He needs to move. He must have watched her HBO special because that was shot at Madison Square Garden. (laughs) I'm assuming that's where all the New York shout outs are coming from. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, the kid's not from New York? I thought he was like... No, not with a kitchen like that. That's fucking deep suburbs. (laughs) He fucking lived next to you in Fairfax or whatever (laughs) fucking bum fuck town you grew up in. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm just dropping this off and to pay. What is it? My appearance is until one. Yeah, what are you dropping off? Lunch, but I don't have the dessert. Already well, we uh, you can't. We've already eaten the dessert. You shouldn't eat the dessert before the meal. The meal's ruined. Now. I don't think we're allowed to eat lunch now. No. <laughs> but lunch window's closed. No, we closed. wait a half an hour, or else we'll cramp and drown. <laughs> Seriously, I fucking adore this kid. The way he just. He he doesn't care whether he said it or someone else did. He's just ecstatic with a joke. This fucking kid. You see, here's the difference. You guys have not, as adults, had to go back and watch elementary school talent shows. He would blow any school away. I'm sure. Fucking little kids don't normally sing that good. You should run the circuit then. Start there. And then get to the big stage. Come out. <laughs> Elementary school circuit. Yeah, fucking circuit. You got a ringer right here. Just transfer him to the school for a couple weeks. You can play like the uh, in school uh, assemblies. Fred, see tour. what kind of food she got us. Right. I don't know what the fuck she's up to. I don't like people come in and lay the food on the ground like it's fucking nothing. I know. Where did she get us? Where's this even from? All right, it's from a. Let's just hide it and she'll come back. Something there. bros. Bros before yeah. hose is where she eats. Have her own bros. I don't know what it is. Uh, Bill, you're in Fez. Hey, Ronnie. How old is this kid? I don't know. Fez said about eight. I can't tell with kids. I know he's somewhere between three and 16. I'd say like 11. <laughs> 11? I, I, I just I think he's a parent. If he's saying that's fine for the microphone in his hand, but that banana, that's going to haunt him forever. It's going to haunt him unless he loves fucking cock. Cock time. When he gets older. Looks like ibfoods.com got some sandwiches. Got those guys. What's that you know? for fucking Interbang? <laughs> Terrobang? Terrobang.com. The Interrobang. Branching out into food. Got Italian. Got some uh, pasta salad here. Got some sandwiches. Got It's a spread we got. Uh, like. Pete, New York. Hey, guys. She sounds just like Jenny Hunt when she was younger when you guys played the song from her. Because <laughs> you compare it, I'm telling you. 
And now look where Jenny Hutt is. Yeah, she's, look at her now. She's on Sirius. She's got her own show on the Martha yeah. Stewart channel. Which is actually a fall from grace of where she fucking grew up. <laughs> to step down. I gotta take Johnny first. I'm mesmerized by this. I'm now on this kid's page, and there's all kinds of videos like... He's talking about his birthday party where he went bowling and then came home and ate Domino's pizza. You gotta go. And he's like, I, first, I can't even tell you where to start. He's, I think he is from New York though because his name is Mets Freak 1515. So he's obviously a Mets fan. And I don't think there's too many of those not in the New York area. He's, but he's beyond got a like fan. He's a Mets Freak. Videos. He's got like a hundred videos. Some of them are just like forty seconds, and he's just like, I don't know, there's one that's just type banana. I don't even know what that one might be. You know what? You're gonna get arrested, Johnny. <laughs> this is horrible. His birthday's February second, by the way, Groundhog's Day. He just told us. <laughs> Holy shit! You know what? Seriously, I would be nervous if I was this kid's parent, but I would love to be his uncle. That would be the fucking shit. <laughs> It's it's amazing. I mean, I've never heard it until now, and now I just can't stop. He's like, if I was his uncle, every like, Thanksgiving I'd be like, "Hey, when we're doing the Gaga show, let's get it going." <laughs> He's ten years old, by the way. Ten, ten years wow, old. Ten years. <clears throat> so Zietz was closer. <laughs> On this and channel, it, you'll be seeing lots of videos of me singing and dancing, me just singing, me just dancing. <laughs> they got into your food. Those are animals. Oh my god. Come over and get come over and get a mic. You wanted everything to be nice today. Yeah. And they just came in, they just started digging into it. Well, you know, we saw food on the floor. It is rude. And this is supposed to be your day to promote um Alexis's bulk and oh, no. get the word out there. Right? Your hair looks nice today. What do you got? TV to do later? No, I was coming here. Oh, that's so oh. nice. Yeah, I wanted to look like a girl today. Alright. Every other day. You, normally you're like one of the guys. I know. I'm a little girlish. All right, we got any of the funny uh, talking about Domino stuff with the kid? Yeah, We've found uh, this kid <laughs> singing Lady Gaga, singing, singing the banana, and it's going viral. And we were just saying, if it was your kid who was a little effeminate, yeah. singing Lady Gaga with yeah. Lady Gaga shirt on, singing in the banana, knowing how the internet is. Would I put my kid on? Would you let him do it? <laughs> no. No, you wouldn't stop. Now, would <laughs> no, you be... <laughs> it, no, the answer is, I would not... Stop my kid from being whoever my kid is. However, I think the internet is a place where one can't control the messages sent and the comments left. And I would no. not want to subject my kid to being hurt. Now, maybe what I would do is have a conversation with my kid beforehand. Saying like what? Saying there are some Sponge really up? horrible. Yes. <laughs> there are some really horrible people on the internet. And so whatever you put out there. Is going to be subject to Dick different jokes. sort of comments. <laughs> yeah, but what if they just say, "I'm born that way"? They come back at you with the Lady Gaga. Great, and go for like, it. By the way, right? I'm but not, I mean, I if you're a little kid, that. it's not about the born. That's if you're a little kid and you're like, yeah. "Oh, I'm going to check the comments, oh, see what no. everybody thinks of me," and you just read, "I bet Fatty loves Dick." <laughs> it's going to hurt you. Oh, yeah. They I fucking mean, write a million of those. I mean, my kids, thankfully, they see the things written about me. And so they're aware that there is some cruelty on that internet, and then certain things make them laugh. This is a big problem for you, though, and I'm just going to say it to you as your friend. Go you ahead. get too close to the weirdos, sending <laughs> presents to fucking listeners. I don't send presents. I sent. I sent a picture. 
Someone said that you sent a gift. Oh, I did. I sent a book, a gift card to a 17 year old who <laughs> that's is. Oh, that's the worst. worst. I, I felt bad for. I want to help her. She's <clears throat> she's in distress. One time. Yes, you got to be so a careful. A young girl in Teachers distress. I know. By the way, that. I know. No, 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 no. I know I have to be careful, and I am careful. Jenny, I'll start with that. Do you remember what you almost agreed to give away in if if people followed me on Twitter? No, what did I say I would do? She would. She said she'd send out a pair of her panties to her. I was kidding. Oh, no, it wasn't really going to be my panties. On. I didn't agree to that. We had a conversation. I'm not sending oh, my panties my anywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, geez, Let me tell you. I know you've written a tell-all story about Martha's story. About my dead mother? Uh, I've seen so much write-up all over the Internet I about know. your book. I know. Whatever you, land. Go you've got to be ecstatic about this right now. Well, yeah, I hope it sells books. So that uh-huh. part makes me happy. But the book is more than what it's being touted as, as being. It's not really a tell-all book. It's a tell-all book about Martha Stewart. Martha didn't even know it was coming out. This is the shocker. I saw that today. Go to the AOL, uh, AOL News front page. She knew we were We've been writing this book she for like She had no idea years. at all. She had no idea at all. Would you like to see it in hard copy? Yeah, I would. Hold on. I only have one copy, so I can't even leave it here. Hold on. Thank you, and this is for me. This is so nice. No, you could see it, but I gotta take it home after. And I get more, and then I'll give you one. Whatever land, learning to live here. A tell all book about <laughs> growing up. up with Martha Stewart. <laughs> I didn't grow up with Martha Stewart. Ay, ay, ay. Mmm. Stop it. The, mm. My mother hates my personality. Oh, no, no, stop it. This is not, <laughs> that's not the point. It's actually, the point of the book is really that everybody feels a bit like a freak in life. And if you just go with it, you'll be okay. I think that's really the message more than anything. So this is a message. Yeah. Just because you don't want to get married doesn't mean you're a freak show. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm um, I'm super excited about it. You should be. Yeah, the book is. We is this hard. your first book? Yes. I've never written a book. Well, there's time. I would well, think I've that got... you would have to write a book with everything you've done and accomplished. I got turned down. I came up with a book. I I just called it shit fuck fart. Oh, and I thought it's weird. I don't know why that got turned down. I figured kids would just laugh their asses off. They would. Seriously. I agree. Yeah. If I was a nine-year-old kid and I saw a shit fuck fart <laughs> in the <laughs> library, I would be pulling that thing out and checking it out for weeks. What if it was a movie? I mean, it could get made into a movie after. <laughs> if it was a movie, we'd be watching it all day. So now, that, yeah. Martha used to pee with the door open? Yeah, so does everybody. Wow. Wow! Who does she it? Didn't even Honestly, know this, she didn't even know this was coming out. I my door is always open everywhere, and I will hear my when son walking down the hall, and I will scream, "Do not come in! I'm naked!" And he's like, "Oh, mom, close the door." Yeah. Why don't you close the door then? It's really easy. I know, but peeing is no big deal. You can't see anything anyway. Okay. But you can hear it. So <laughs> what? It's just pee. Are you the illustrator, the yeah. animator? Yes. That is so freaking cool. Thank well, you. Is this can I one you're pose stealing? you yes. from the show oh, too? Oh, God. I need right, what kind of food did you bring us, by the way? Um, well, I brought Italian sandwiches because I heard you like that, but yeah. no onions, no peppers, and Why? no tomatoes. I was told. By who? Then I was also told that maybe Fez would like bologna, so I also brought bologna. Oh, my God. And then I brought, there's one that's a healthy sandwich that's mine. But the rest is for you guys. Then I brought roast beef for Zito because he likes that. I do. Or as you call him, Mark the Shark. 
Unbelievable. Nah, nah. Thanks, John. Nah, nah. All right, we got a break here. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back to talk whateverland. <laughs> whateverland. No holds barred. I understand this is already doing great in the pre-sales. It's cool. You got any TV lined up? Not that I can talk about. Just write it down for me and I won't say. All right. Write it down. Uh-huh. You, you don't believe me? I don't know. I don't Come know on. anything. I've never seen him not. I've never seen him say it. I've never yeah. seen him say it. I never it. do. I never do. That's no, I know I trust you completely, by the way. Yeah, I know that. In this room, everybody's friends and we can all trust each other. That's not well, true. Well, if you'll help but... me with some animating, then we'll definitely be oh, friends. Oh, no problem. Thank you. I will I will contact you with my fee. I agree that you could end up on a sitcom, a TV show. I, I mean, love this kid. He is so cute. Today, mm -hmm. we were lined up to have him... Go up against Fez and tell a joke or be a joke. Yeah. I pulled Fezzy out of it. I just said, it's not Fez's day today. Because this kid comes in like he's white heat, like he loves being on the radio. He's lining up. Cute. I do love being here. And I was so excited to tell jokes. And I thought, maybe this is, you know, I thought what, I'd have a good shot at winning Why today. can't he? You did. Why can't he tell jokes without it being a contest? How's that the way to live your life? All right, we got a break here. Johnny? Yes. Uh, I want you to start being Jennifer's new friend because she just <laughs> takes my friends anyway. Hi, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, I just like that she pees with the bathroom door open. That's kind of good. <laughs> well, is that your little perv thing that you're into, Johnny? No, nah, I just thought I'd say that. And that little kid in the video could kind of be her kid. I mean, it's got the red hair and stuff. Oh, he's a ginger? Yeah, oh, he's definitely a ginger the little kid. The little chubby kid's a I ginger. I thought blonde hair. I'm very angry with the UK right now, not allowing the ginger sperm. I think we need to dye everybody's red hair black, all the men, and have them go donate sperm. Why? Just to trick them. I know, but then you get another fucking generation of that. Sneak in the ginger. Yeah, I mean, it's okay for you because you're a girl and men yes. are attracted to that. Yeah. But guys, women... Are just aren't attracted. They're really hard on those guys. Yeah. They now my neither neither there. of my kids got red hair. They're, Thank God, huh? Yeah. They're going to know when these pasty little children pop out, and they're going. <laughs> what are they going to do? Kill them? I mean, yeah. they, you're stuck with them by that point. <laughs> but no, their parents happen. won't love them. There have been many cases oh. where the mother won't feed them. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. 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 That's because yeah. we have no soul. Is yeah. That you it? have to yeah. find like an animal. You know, when you see like a dog, you know, <laughs> feeding, feeding like a alligators. Yeah, right. Lovely. And go, oh, he thinks that's his baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got a break here. Uh, we're going to come back and talk whatever land. Then Daryl Hall. That's exciting. Daryl Hall. It's a Ron and Fez show. The Ron and Fez show. On the virus. Okay, I have to, I gotta make you guys laugh. This is why I love Ron Bennington. One of the reasons I love Ron Bennington. Because one of the publicists emailed Ron Bennington about interviewing me about the book. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how he responded with perfect punctuation. Yes, we'd love to have Jennifer Koppelman hot in studio for gloves off. No old Ford interview about her tell all book about. Martha Stewart. That's what My it's being producer, Chris Stanley, will contact you with date and times. Let us know if Miss Koppelman Hut needs anything. Locks, bagels, blintzes, <laughs> etc. To make her appearance more comfortable. Thanks, Ron Bennington. Now, if you know Ron Bennington, <laughs> I love him so much. Oh, I really do. He's just the greatest person ever. Um, I wonder if the publicist is all wigged out right now and confused as to why someone is offering bagels what? <laughs> and what are, what are you doing on the ground over there? <clears throat> that was Jennifer uh, mm. Hutt on her show. Whatever. Yeah. Here on Sirius. Whatever land, learning to live here <laughs> is the new book. 
This is so uncomfortable. <laughs> what is so uncomfortable? I don't know, because I come here and we hang out. I can't believe I'm actually promoting something. You it's are promoting Whateverland. I know. Learning to live here. But it's more fun for me to promote my treadmill videos and my Twitter. All right. I have a little complaint. Go ahead. While you were reading that letter yes. and laughing, yes. A, Lily was stepping on the laughs, which drove me crazy. Oh, and then your other producer, Jeff, <laughs> immediately to switch subjects. Radio Sean Ryan. I just fucking turned off the, your show when I, after that happened. I felt disrespected. I completely understand why you would feel that way. Don't you love when you're listening to a show and your name comes up? And then it's gone. Yeah, and then it stops. Yeah, then it's over. And it's just like, who cares But now? you keep listening and hoping. Yeah, like, maybe they'll get back to it yeah, again. Yeah, and they don't, ever. Yeah. But that's okay. I did laugh really hard from that email, and if my family hears any more about you, they're gonna, I don't know what. Run this, run that, run this, run that, run, 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 run. I mean, Do they go, uh, what about Pete? Are you promoting this on Pete's show? I told Pete to come on today's show. Is he here? No. I, I invited him. Once again, I'm being let down. It's always like that when you're the no non-mistress mistress. I think you need the sex to mm -hmm. get them to actually do what you want. Whatever land. Learning to live here yes. is the new book. It's a tell-all book about Martha Stewart. <laughs> right. Um, Expose. Yeah. What's the big deal no, about peeing with the door open? Yeah. You're in this book, too. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> I am in the fine print. Let's see. Oh, here's something you wrote, Martha, is not my mom. I did not write that. I wrote a lot of stuff. Some of it is actually, it. it, it some might make you feel sad because there is definitely like death and dying stuff in there. All right. How about this thing that you wrote? My parents wouldn't play board games with me even though I had no one else to play with. I didn't write that. Oh, God. <laughs> so sad. It's not what I wrote. <laughs> I like this. Mm. Uh, you wrote this. My mother gave me a bell to ring when I was homesick, <laughs> but she didn't answer it. Unbelievable. It was unfortunate. It wasn't easy. It was not easy. Where's child services? I never have n never had a theme birthday party. I had many a theme birthday party. Just actually. general birthday parties. It's giant. I had a lot of them. All yeah. right, here is That's one true. of yours. Oh boy. I didn't have chores. And we paid people to do crafts and cook. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could hire craft people. I don't know if I said that, did I? Yeah. Might have. Yeah, I probably Come did. Because read. I didn't do, because what happened, well, we didn't do chores. My mother was not crafty. And mm -hmm. so if there were crafty things to be done, then we, let's say we had a birthday party where we were making things or people hired. Okay. Here's one. Having si siblings has everything to do with why I don't like to share. I don't know. If it, did I say that? Yeah, you did. I probably did. I don't know. And you seem to me like you like to share. In other words, you like to share my stuff. You just try to steal my animator. No, 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 no. It's don't. If you read further into that, it's not that I'm. I don't like to. Hold on. There's a six point two earthquake. Oh. Where? Just Where? Went off. Where? Oh, get, waiting to get uh, updates uh -oh. on it. Six point two earthquake. Where though? So we don't know where, but we're rumbling waiting. up. All right. Now I'm told. Argentina, oh. which is on our exact fault line. Goodness. If this thing comes rolling up, yeah. that's the way it happened last time. Rolled up through South America, straight up, up this way. Oy. Getting back to this, yes, you had an unhappy childhood. I didn't have an unhappy childhood. And in fact, the sharing thing. Let me just go to that. Mm -hmm. I think what I want to say is that I'd rather just give my stuff away than have to share it. 
because if I share it, I worry I won't get it back. If I give it away, then I just know that, and it's it's okay. What kind of people would buy whatever land? What do you look at? Who's your target demo with this? All of your listeners, mm-hmm. and then some women. So a lot of my listeners should buy this for their wives and their girlfriends. Definitely. They'll love it. They will laugh out loud. And talk about sex, debate. dieting. Deba- We're very different, Alexis and I. Mm. We, me, yeah. We are very different. And so it's sort of like I'm more, I'm, I'm warmer mm-hmm. and uh, more expressive. And I cry a lot and I giggle. And Alexis doesn't. Um, I like Alexis a lot. Me too. I used to, I think of her as like one of those girls I used to shoot dope with, even though I know that she doesn't. No. She oh has the heroin chic thing going on. God, help yourself to Ron Bennington. I just did. Since you don't I'm like gonna, to share. I'm going to play, I'm going to actually take one of these and one of the red velvet ones. I'm going to oh. destroy them both. I wish I had a fork. Yeah. A fork for a mini? No, it's I want that. I want the cup. icing. I want the icing. I want to. I'm weird with food. I'm totally disordered, which is also in the book. That's one of the chapters is you're not crazy if you talk to Pop-Tarts. Or Did you already call Molly's and say you want your own cupcake named after you? No. And then try to steal my caca from me? No, but I'm going to go to the one in Chicago on Sunday. On Sunday? Yes. Well, why didn't you let me know that? I'll have them waiting for you. I'm going to let you know that. I'll figure out what time. I arrive in Chicago in the nines, I think, in the morning. When are you leaving here? Uh, New York, like six in the morning on Sunday. Oh, seven in the morning on Sunday. So you're leaving early Sunday. Yes. Going straight to Molly's. <laughs> Not going straight to Molly's. Go to Chicago and then get to Molly's sometime on Sunday. No, is because Ro- your friend Rosie. Yeah, has her first show is Monday. Are you nervous for her? Is I'm she excited. nervous? Yeah, she's excited. Um, it's going to sound like I'm kissing ass a little bit. That's okay. But she invented fucking. What everybody does on daytime TV now. Mm-hmm. I agree. She's really great. Let's get this through your heads, and I want your generation to understand this, mm-hmm. UCB Fred. Nobody used to put prizes underneath the seats, Mm-mm. and everybody gets something to Rosie. Now, I even see Jimmy Fallon last night. Everybody gets a scoop of ice cream. How do they do that? I don't know. It was disgusting. Oh, can I tell you something? You Please guys, do. You Whatever guys were like. talking about ice cream before and the new flavor that was a joke. I blew myself. Yeah. Well, I tried sweaty balls. Mm-hmm. Vile. It's vile. I'm talking about the ice cream. Mm. I tried it. I didn't hate it. Really? Mm-hmm. Fine. Oh, it was disgusting. Is it supposed to actually taste like the balls? Yeah. Okay, that's what... Um, it tasted worse than sweaty balls. Okay. So you can do like a comparison... The ice cream tastes worse than actual balls. It wasn't in that moment I wasn't doing a comparison taste test. Well, no, I mean like from general experience. Yeah, okay. it's really yucky yeah. because it has essence of rum. And at least no. with the sweaty ball, it's not necessarily the essence of rum. Mm. I've said too much. Are you taking Rosie with you on Sunday? <laughs> no, Rosie's already there. I'm taking no, my sister. To, to Molly's. Oh, I don't know. Maybe she'll want to go. I'll ask mm. her. I'd be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. I'll see. She wants to. I don't know. I mean, I think I'm not really going to make her crazy. She is launching her show the next day, and so my sister and I are going, and then... Um, she can do this show with her eyes shut. She's great. Yeah, she's very funny in, in the real life. Do you see a fork there anywhere? Any sort of utensils, or did I come without utensils like a moron? Oh, thanks. There you go, UCB Fred. Thank Break you. Break out a fork. Yeah. Fred the animator. It's UCB Fred. 
I know. We'll get in touch. That's what he is here. Somebody wrote that the fact that Fez's um, tattoo raises is because he's dehydrated. He should stay hydrated. Are man. you dehydrated, Fez? I don't think so. I don't feel dehydrated. We'll get you some water. It takes a lot. It takes drinking very little, meaning, maybe, to actually become dehydrated. So you're probably not. Do we have any... We, we need somebody who's um, maybe blind so they can see if it's like a Braille message coming out. Through I got to tell you, this story, though, about the Braille message thing... What are you talking about? ...has stopped me from wanting to get a tattoo. Oh, about Fez's Yeah, thing? the ink rising. And the person who called in and said that he's had that experience on his back. Because I've been thinking about getting a tattoo. The bunny. Yeah, the bunny. I don't think I'm going to do it anymore. <clears throat> I wouldn't unless you wanted to rise. Well, that's why I don't. Only Jesus. Why don't you get the rising rise. by Bruce Springsteen and then it starts Am to I rise? <laughs> what to bring up Jesus? Yeah, well, Jesus is the only one who should be rising. A, a non uh, a non Christian shouldn't be joking about Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry no. about that. It's like we can joke about Jesus because we grew up that way. Yeah, oh, right? I see. People. I didn't realize he's that. in our lives. And he already yeah. rose. Oh, oh, my mistake. That's why we can call each other harps. Oh. What up, what up Harpo? What up, Harp? Uh, by the way, this Ronnie B. Cupcake, holy... Do you love it? Out, yeah. What's well, not to love? It's got stuff in the milk. Do you want us to bring a lot of cupcakes to the uh, Rosie taping, and then you know everybody gets a cupcake? No, it's on my job. I can't do that. That's perfect. All right. It's done. Call Mike. Tell him the good news. Right, we'll do. No. Bring the glasses, Do you want or? Mike to come walking up for a show with cupcakes? No. Has everyone got a nice soda, too? I'll get in I trouble. Guess. We didn't get any here. Oh, I didn't get no you guys drinks. I screwed here. up. I'm sorry about that. I didn't get a nice tea. I couldn't have carried it all in. If there's already a lot to carry. Um, mm-hmm. James. James, you're on a fez. How you doing, buddy? Good. Hey, I was out hiking with my dogs about a half an hour ago. I've got a, one of these uh, Border Collie, Belgium Shepherd, Super Hyper, and, and a lab. And all of a sudden, they started freaking out. The lab started pounding her nose down into the ground and digging and spinning around in circles. And my uh, other dog all of a sudden comes, runs over, and just sits down right at my feet. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I thought something was wrong. I threw my one dog in the truck, and I was about to go to the vet to see what was happening. And then I just start thinking, did you guys just do an earthquake? I just said it out loud yeah. as we were walking back to the truck, and you just said there was an earthquake, and my dog sensed it half a world away. Wow. Yeah, it is weird. They can pick up on it. Everything's connected. That's right. Animals I want to ask you about this from whatever land. My new book that I co-authored. That one. I was shamed into never picking my nose again. This is a true story. You want to know it mm-hmm. or no? Sure. Okay. We'll know all the stories. Spoiler yeah. alert. But then no one will, What was that? Spoiler alert for the book. Well, but then when... <laughs> no one's going to buy it. Okay, so the story Everyone's going to buy it. No. Yeah. I hope people yeah. buy it. People want to know if you're going to do a Chicago signing at Molly's. <laughs> I'd love to. Um, when I was, I guess, maybe eight or something... Eight or nine. We were in California, and we were probably spending Christmas vacation with Barbara Streisand and John Peters. They were together at the time. And we were, I believe it was in the back of a car somewhere driving through the Malibu sort of mountainous area. And I was picking my nose. <laughs> and John Peters yelled at me. <laughs> what did he say? Pick a winner. <laughs> it was awful. Well, he and said that it- was the end of it. 
But he said it is a nice thing. No, that was encouraging. So. It was awful. It was really bad. I was horrified. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, this is one of my favorite chapters in the book. Uh-oh. It's called A Caesar Without Anchovies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jennifer. What? I like Caesar salad without anchovies. <laughs> Not even the dressing. Is that still a Caesar salad? Alexis, no. <laughs> it's just that's a sidebar. That's the entire chapter. <laughs> it's not a chapter. It's just a little quip because we're very chapter. different. I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> wow, look at young Jenny on the beach on all fours. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, well. There's pictures of the dead mother there, too. In there. Well, she was alive in these pictures. She right? was. Oh, yes. she was so vibrant. Warmer. She on the beach too, or she's on a boat with me and one of them. Nice. Yeah, my mom had a crew cut. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, there's sex stories in there. What kind there's of sex stories? Just like anecdotes, and it Look talks about one. girls being psycho. Um, I think maybe I talk about. I think I might talk about once when there was this guy that I was with who had said to me, he was like, "I'm going to make you scream," and blah blah blah. And I was like, "All right, big shot." And then, uh, Sexy. and then there was just there was zero screaming because oh. he didn't know where body parts are. And then there was the whole a little to the left, a little to the right. Uh, really, seriously, just abort mission. Was, it didn't happen. So you ended up having an abortion? <laughs> no, I told him to stop. Just yeah. move on so from you, there. Yeah, the kid. Or? <laughs> uh, here's one of my favorite chapters. This was oh, this no. one's called "Nobody Told Me I Was Supposed to Trim." That's a true story, too. I just feel <laughs> better with less Shit. down there. Shit. Or maybe that's because oh my God, that's in the book. what I know now. My kids know about this book. I didn't feel bad when I was a teenager, not oh until God. the boy I was dating at 22 it's was like... It's true. This is true. You know, you should trim. It was 1998. I didn't know. You ended up choking on something? No. Nobody no. told me. I didn't know. Jennifer. I do remember that moment, though. I was like, oh, okay. Were you one Here's of the girls ne- just shaving your leg up to the knee? No, 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 no. My thighs were fully... T- and I had a bikini wax and everything. <laughs> I just didn't know. You're supposed to... I didn't know you were supposed to trim your <laughs> vagina hair, but as a mom, I'm sure to impart that wisdom on my kid. Here's another chapter you wrote called, Just Call Me the Vagina Whisperer. That's true. Mm-hmm. It, I am a bit of a vagina whisperer. Next one, you're not the only one who thinks boys should definitely be circumcised. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I saw this in the office. They said no one draws an uncircumcised penis. And I'm just fascinated with that now. I didn't know that. It's really true. Well, because they look like ant eaters. Mm. <laughs> Did I say something wrong? No, you're doing good. <laughs> All right, here's one I like. I stopped wearing hats when someone called me Blossom. That's true. It was my first or second day of law school, and I was wearing a hat, and somebody called me Blossom, and that was it. It was over. How about this? I used to have someone bedazzle my clothes for me. Also true. Don't bedazzle yourself? Come on. It takes all the fun out of bedazzling. That's the whole thing. I There's do like no things fun. that sparkle. Oh. Mm-hmm. Here's one that you wrote called Vagina Wedgies and Bad Bras. Well, both are not okay. First of all, camel toe, I don't know why there are men who like it. Why do you like that look? It looks like vagina. <laughs> men like to see anything they can see that they're not supposed to. Oh. See, at one point, yeah. when women used to wear, like, petticoats and stuff like that, if a guy could see an ankle, he'd be fucking ecstatic. Right? Because it was taboo. Now, it was, like, if it was topless, yeah. men would lose all interest in tits. You know what I mean? It's if what they can't see. Uh-huh. Yeah, if they 
Fuck, if girls just stop wearing shirts, start wearing elbow pads, men would be like, I fucking love elbows. Guys uh, and I love to fucking just get close to a couple elbows. Guys in Saudi Arabia go nuts when a woman just, you know, adjusts her sock or something. Because they're well, not allowed they to do execute the woman. Yeah. Yeah, and then she's done something wrong. She was asking for it. So in, in places where, um, like Africa, when they, women are topless all the time, it doesn't care? No. In Africa, you're just dying to see a woman with no flies on her face. You're just like, fuck, that is so hot. Started to, the wind came up and the flies went off her face. I almost jizzed. Oh, vileness. <laughs> Why is that vile? Here's one you wrote, another chapter. All I right. love this book. Just simply called My Wraparound Skirt Unraveled. It's true. I was in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> it was traumatic. Next chapter, My Shirt Was Wide Open. That's also true. <laughs> I love these chapter titles. These are great. By the way, yeah. that day, first of all, I, wa I, was, I left the garage here on 48th Street, and I was feeling really crappy that day because some days I feel normal and other days I feel really crappy. And I was just ugly. It was just a bad day. And I'm walking down the street, and everybody's looking at me. And there are some smiles. And I'm thinking, wait, maybe I'm not having such an ugly day. Maybe I got it wrong. <laughs> and then I walked into the building. I went to pee, and I looked in the mirror, and my whole bra was showing. The entire bra. My shirt was wide open, full bra. Mm. Nobody thought to tell me that. Here's Lion. You're on Run a Fez. Yeah, I got the official uh, Jenny Hutt cupcake recipe. Oh, great. It's a it's an angel food cake, bright orange frosting with sprinkles on top, but it's center filled with sadness. Oh. <laughs> uh, hey, Loopy, you're on run a fez. Go ahead, Loop. Loppy, whatever Lop his oh, fucking name is, who cares? You talking to Loppy Shingers? No, you know what? Now I'm fucking cutting you off for fucking not picking up on Loppy and Loopy. Alexis wrote, I don't want anyone hugging me. <laughs> Our next chapter is called, Please Don't Call Me, Then Grudges Are Good, Being a Bitch. And then Jennifer writes, I admit when I'm wrong. I do. Wow. I'm always wrong. Or often wrong. You're probably the only one who blew your Annie audition because you didn't believe in nepotism. That's true. Moron. You wanted to be a freaking moron. You wanted to be an Annie? I did. I wanted to be Annie, and I was offered a private audition, and I said no. Oh. I want to be like everybody else. Oh, not a good idea. Jerk. No, dumbass. Maybe you don't even know how to sing that song. You put pictures of your kids in here? The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. I know how to sing it. It's good. Thanks. <laughs> There's young pictures of my children. They're not current. Mm. Oh, so you just try to get it out there. They do exist. The Here's one. Child and the Oscar child. de la Renta made me cry. He did. What, what did happened? he do? Well, I wasn't even... I was like maybe... 20 pounds heavier than I am no. now. Maybe 30. No. And uh, he told me that I was too fat for the dress that he was going to make me. Oh. Right? What a dick. That's kind of dick. So yeah. you did bring craftspeople in. <laughs> that was considered craft service. Christ. In their house. Just someone sitting there making crafts for him. Bedazzling your dress? Yeah, well. It's horrible. 
This is really, really a fun. Uh, it is a fun read. I gotta yeah. tell you, it's a fun read. It'll make people smile. Some might make you cry if you. The Alexa stories look sad. I grew up with more pets than people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's happy families freak me out. <laughs> she does say that. You actually, right here, I I speak to my sister five to ten times a day, and I do. I was with her this morning. What do you guys talk about? Like, why are you upset, or what are you happy about? We just talk all day long. She's constantly upset. We ha- yeah, we plan. When things. I met your sister, she glared at me like, like she hated me. Oh, oh no, she no. knows that I think you are the bee's knees. But I think that's that made why. her yeah, not like no, you know no, I mean? no. That's yeah. not the She's case. Uh uh-uh. uh She knows. Like who's the Jesus lover? <clears throat> no, yeah. not anybody what's, who's what's kind to me. My <laughs> sister. <laughs> Adores. No, she doesn't like know. when people aren't nice to me. Yeah, sounds like she's trying to protect you. She's everybody's there. nice to you, aren't they? Let me tell you something. No, Ron. Sadly, not everybody's nice to me. Wow, that's okay. Not everybody's supposed to be. That's life. Not not everybody's going to like me. Not everyone's going to. If be I nice. found out everyone was me- anyone was mean to UCB Fred, I'd go crazy. I bet you would because he doesn't no. deserve anyone ever being mean. You're an animator, right? Yeah, and sometimes Oscar De La Renta, you know, calls you fat in life. You, you know, okay. just roll with I'm it. I'm all right with that. There's been worse things. Yeah, the worst thing is if you would have heard it from the lady at Kmart. That would have been the worst thing. Like most people grow up. Well, one time I did, one time it was like after I had my son or my, I think it was after I had my son. And I was in a supermarket and the checkout lady was like, oh, you're just like my friend, everything about you. And she too is with child. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you weren't with child, were nah, you? No, that's the whole point. He was six months old. That's why it's uncomfortable. It was bad. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. And I left. Wow. Here's one where you said you got in trouble with your dad for flushing a lot of money down the toilet. I did not. <laughs> like, literally? Just what flushing stacks of money. This is not a true statement. <laughs> it's in the book, though. And it wasn't the money, just that it got stopped up. Right. You're not defective. You're just defective for that particular person. Right. What's I that believe mean? that. Well, I think what happens with women is we get, well, we get our feelings hurt a lot. And if a guy doesn't like us or something doesn't work out, we go right to the place of there's something wrong with us. But it's not that. It's just that whatever is the thing about us that he doesn't like is just not right for him. It just temporarily disconnected. Hang up. <laughs> Try calling later. It just doesn't. It's just we're not right for each other. Fez is calling you retarded Bill Murray from the movies. That's okay. He's saying that you're a pop psychology Oh. Is it well thought out? Oh. I think it's well thought out. I think I I would go to the place of what's wrong with me, what's wrong with me, what's wrong with me. And it's <clears> not really that something's wrong with me. It's just that, I mean, by the way, with me, there's a lot wrong. Mm-hmm. But I would make but, a list if I was your husband. I, yeah, but I think he might. <laughs> you got but, this um, morning's list? Yeah. Laminate it. He's, yeah, my husband is a really good Did sport. Did you say laminate? I'm very lucky. Help yourself to a run and be Oh, good, fuck yeah, all right! He is a good right. sport. You should have put God. the list in the in the appendix in the back. <laughs> He's, <laughs> my <laughs> husband is, you guys would like him. He's cool. He's very kind. What's the Seinfeld tap? That oh, yours? that's another story. Go ahead, give it to us. Come on. Come on. Nah, it was just, that was another Seinfeld? guy. No, Whoa. that was another guy story who was doing that and then i had to tap and say stop because he didn't know what he was doing what was he doing that what do you mean which is that he was south of the border what do you have to do with seinfeld mexico you saw that episode i'm not i am not falling prey to your to your what was he doing wrong everything just wasn't right 
Was he like on the thigh? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, you know when it's right and when it's not. He wasn't region? on the thigh. He was in the right place. It just wasn't the right place. All right. I got you. Yeah. Uh, Scott. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Seriously, I'm not even gonna play with them. I have an aggravated day today. Why? You know, it was a horrible game last night. Which horrible. team was it? Doesn't matter. It does. Matter. Doesn't matter what fucking. Was game it was a Philadelphia? Don't go on. Don't even go Do there. not say it. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can. And then help. I got in. Fez has been just been having a bad week. He's left me alone with the kids. Oh, are they three and five? These kids are 30 and 50. <laughs> Zeets is 50, right? This was such nice that you gave us lunch today. Although a listener yesterday yeah. uh, gave uh, Hicks a kegginator for the full keg. I heard, yeah. and they gave a cow to Zito. Do, do your listeners give you stuff like that? No. Mm-mm. But they give me love. If you were doing this book now, would there be a chapter about me? Maybe. Like Ryan always picks on me, or <laughs> no? They're like my friends. Really? Yeah. Yep. You got to come in with your "I jumped the shark" guy someday. Well, let's book it. He's we, great. I don't know. I get ter- trouble with the constant bookings. But you, uh, <laughs> you guys just talk about TV. We do. What is your big shows this year? I haven't watched a lot of TV. We talked about this. I first love the X Factor. Are you guys watching it? It is so much I better keep than up. I. Don't. I can't keep up. I haven't made it through a whole episode. Oh, it's so much better. I know they're in boot camp. These are talented kids. Mm -hmm. They're great. Oh, my God. See, here's my thing. He's got to make a star to make any of us care again. Because these other kids on Idol just disappear. Right. There's no reason to watch Idol. I think he'll make a star. That would be my guess. Um, There's there's a 14-year-old girl who is outstanding. She's just, she's saying creep. We got a banana kid on there. That yeah. that that uh, group radio had you guys have heard of? Uh, I'm not familiar. Never what? heard it. Heads of radio. Yeah. Hey, were you down the uh, Wall Street protest yesterday? I was not yesterday? there. No, Mm-mm. neither was Radiohead. You were not. A lot of big the... celebs down there last night, though. Uh, what other show are you liking this year? I like Prime Suspect. I like Person of Interest. I didn't see the second Prime episode. Prime Suspect, of, I, I like too. And the, I like it's Maria getting Bella. destroyed by I, people. Really? I like that Maria Bella on the bubble. a lot. Me too. I like her in that little hat. Yep. She's great. Um, Suburgatory, I only saw one episode so far. And I like Two Broke Girls. The new girl was cute this week. It wasn't good last week. New Girl's been really good, I thought. I've stuck with that. I've stuck with Revenge, too. I didn't like Revenge. I never even heard of Revenge. I didn't like it. The Good Wife this season's very different from last year, and I like it. I have a couple of friends that do nothing but complain about New Girl to me, and they say, please, because I've T-voted, they say, watch it so you can hate it with me. But I like that girl in real life. Well, Zoe Deschanel's adorable. The second episode, I wanted to kill her. Third episode, I liked I so. can't stick with something. I have to like every minute of every episode. Right? Of course you <laughs> do. I understand that. There's something wrong with you if you can't shut up about your sex life. Well, that's Alexis. Oh, God. Mm. The Steve Jobs thing is really sad. What happened? He died. Oh. What's the sad part? They died. He was only 56. Yeah, he's 56 years young, I like to say. Yeah, that's sad. He's too young. I like to say he was our Thomas Edison. <laughs> He was. Is that what you like to say? I like to say he was our Eddie Stone. And that was the guy who invented a lot of stuff in Bedrock. <laughs> mm. 
Like he came up with taking a woolly mammoth and using them as a, so he, as a dishwasher. His idea was slavery, pretty much, right? I mean, animal slavery. Yeah, was, okay. Are you saying that every person who rides a horse is a slave trader? Kinda, yeah, because you're just making it do what you want. He couldn't. What, if you horse paid. Back, if you ride a horse. Yeah, he couldn't fix those animals' attitudes though. They were always complaining. Sure. Yeah, but they don't run away. <laughs> they might bitch about it. But like I like to say, block and quit show business. Well, uh, whatever land is the name of this book. Oh, God, gonna, Ron, you got Where can you get this? Amazon. <laughs> Wherever books are sold. I want to treat you like a guest. It's very. It's, it makes me uncomfortable. Mm. I'm going to go down to Borders and pick it up after the show. Oh, please do! It comes out October 18th. <laughs> really? You can, but you can order it on Kindle today on Amazon. You can pre-order the hard copy, and I will if you send it to me. It's serious. I will sign and send back. The Kindle? Mm. No, the book. <laughs> Would you sign a candle, though? I suppose with a Sharpie. Nice. If I could. If I could. Just carve it in. Do we have any music games to play today? Anybody? What do you want to play? I don't know. I like when we play music and stuff. What do you mean you like to sing along? Yeah. A lot. I was going to actually do that with uh, B.B. Noel once they come back. <laughs> and I was going to play songs that maybe are either about her. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of guys have written songs about her. You know, I I remember listening to the Billy Joel show. Yeah. And I used to kind of like Billy Joel. And then after listening to the show, I don't think I like Billy Joel. Hey, did you ever read that piece that your new buddy Klosterman wrote about Billy Joel? Mm -mm. Is he hating on him? No, he was just saying that Billy Joel has a, a bit of hating on himself. Why does he hate himself? He doesn't, well, and he hates critics, I think. He doesn't ever think that he no. was really rewarded the way he should have been. been. Mean, the critics have been mean to him. That's what he was saying. I'd like to read that Klosterman piece now. If someone has it, sent it to me at Ryan Fez at AOL. Uh, whatever land is the name of the book, Learning to Live Here. Mm -hmm. Alexis Stewart and... Some girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see your name in any of the early press. I, it's, I, oh. it's okay. As long as the book sells. That's all, it, that's I all need the listeners to get behind you, too, though. I, my, our listeners have been really nice, so mm -hmm. they've, been, they've been great on the Twitter and... Your listeners that um, we now share have been lovely. I listened to the show for the first time the other week. Because I did? got home early. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, thanks. It was really good. Thanks. You're yeah. an animator, aren't you? Yes. I, I like any, I don't yeah. like when people step on the Ron Bennington laughs. Although, um, when I, last time I did your show, your people said to me, that was amazing. You are amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was just amazing. It thanks was. for coming in. How was the Irish pub that night? Oh, it was fucking disastrous. <laughs> Why? Just disastrous. How come? Uh, and I will fucking tell you this, because you're a woman. I so am. One of the people I had to see, uh, she is a therapist, and I had never met her before, right? Oh, goodness. And she was a little fucked up at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. she was drinking a little bit. Okay. So then right away, she like, hey, where were you in your family? Where were you born? Oh, um, no. Uh, you get along with your siblings? And I'm like... She tried to drunk yeah, drink you? But here's the thing. Don't do psychic tricks. If yeah. you're a fucking therapist, you're a therapist. So then she also says that... Well, maybe I shouldn't even say it on the air. No, say it. That her and her kid walk around naked, and her kid has hit puberty. Whoa, whoa. Is her kid a boy wow. or a girl? Boy. Oh. oh. Ooh. So I said, put a fucking pair of pants on. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Or a paper oh, bag no, there. See, that's inappropriate. And then later she said to me, uh, Were you breastfed? Because I was telling a story about something. 
And I go, no. She goes, why what? not? I go, my mom was real busy. What the <laughs> fuck am I supposed to do? Are you in third degree? First time you met this woman? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's for fucking... Oh, but then goodness. there was like this whole weird fucking vibe. Like, she wasn't even from New York. Uh-huh. She was just off. Yeah, it's just like she was like trying to act like she's figuring New York out. Oh, and how many psychotics we have on the street? I'm like, yeah, we walk around them. Yeah, we don't yeah. stop and try to fucking fix them. Yeah, you can right. fucking pick them out. She sounds like a weirdo, them. frankly. Fairly obvious. I mean, once you can acknowledge that you can. It, oh, uh oh, hold on! Somebody just wrote this to me. Uh oh. Lizzie Kaplan from Party Down was added to the New Girl. Whoa. Oh, I, love I, her. Love her. I love her. She's fantastic. She's my favorite fucking young actress. Yeah, she's a great actress. I saw she was on um that show that didn't last with Mark Fierstein. And she yeah, I don't was know on the name of that one. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I really well, Party like Down is an amazing show. Oh, I don't know that one. And the functioning alcoholics um Oh, she's fucking hysterical. I like Lizzie Kaplan a lot. She's good. All right, so this might mean I have to watch New Girl now. Yeah, I mean uh, Frankly, I like that the character that Zoe Deschanel's character breaks into song all the time because that's oh, something God. that I do, so I can relate to that. Oh, my uh, head just started hurting. She, what is she supposed to be, an uptown girl? Uh, <laughs> no, she's supposed to have been someone who's dumped and is hurt. Does she say things like, I, I, to, I gotta go uptown now, and then she breaks into uptown girl? No, that's not what happens, and I'm not gonna Why do not? that either. Should happen. That'd be good. Sure. Write some scripts, you see people. Uptown girl! She's been living in her white wedded world. Wait, did you just wait for the words? <laughs> <laughs> living in her uptown world. I bet she never had a backstreet guy. I bet her mother never told her why. I wanna try. You done? Yes. <laughs> anyway, we cannot uh, play annoying music during the show. <laughs> or you're just driving the fucking train now. <laughs> And I'm going to let him oh, fucking man. hold on tight. Oh, goodness. Um, someone actually wrote to me that you have the characteristics of a fag hag. Have you been told that before? No. Just in some of the things that you like and the sensitivity. Oh. It's interesting. It is. I, I think never I'm a thought, friend to everybody, not just Dorothy. Do you have gay friends? Sure. Do they kind of put you down a little bit, but then you'll still put up with it? No. Because you ever notice that happens to those girls that they hang out with? Yeah, those women get beat up. By their sassy gay friends. Oh, they're just yeah, I try cool. to surround myself with friends that make me happy. I mean, Jews, we have mean? honest relationships, but... Yeah, Jews. Mm. And Gentiles. Are those your how fans, the Gentiles? How many more Gentile <laughs> friends do you have? <laughs> I have a mix of friends. Whatever, Land, that's the name of the new book. Learning <laughs> to live here. Oh, goodness gracious. It's a tell-all book about growing up with Martha Stewart. Colby. Yes. Yeah. How are y'all doing? What can we do for you, buddy? Love the show, man. Uh, hey, no, um, I got a, a girlfriend who talks to her sister about 20 times a day, and uh, she has to get approval from her sister or her mom before she can do anything. Yeah. Like, we, we built a house. We were building a house together, and I said, let's get our house together and get our bills together, and then we, she wanted a car. I said, then we'll, we'll get you a car. Well, Why are you telling us all this fucking stuff about yourself? It means nothing to me. Yeah, it's terrible. But she had to get her sister's approval. Her sister should go ahead and buy a car. Yes, the sisters car. are very close to each other. And a sister will say something to her sister and that'll probably be a lot more of a cock block than if the parents don't like you. Right. If the parents don't like you, that makes you a rebel. If the sister doesn't like you, 
You're kind of fucked. Well, you know, Lord help the mister who comes between me and my sister, and Lord help the sister who comes between me and my man. Sisters before misters. (laughs) Sisters are doing it for themselves. (sighs) My sister and I get along great. I'm I'm lucky to have my sister. You're lucky, but your husband isn't. He loves my sis. He He has to. No, they're, they're good. Yeah, you can't have a relationship if you hate, you know chick sister then it's you know we are we're 23 hours away are you getting now. a text message yeah i am i wonder who it's from uh i don't even know where my phone is that's unfortunate i'm gonna have to find that what, what if you... it's important what if it's something that matters what are if you... it's an emergency did you just text me and you have my number is that no i would never do that if that is, if you no, have my I number swear to God, I, I will don't. throw this fucking you are so mean i don't have your River. number get out of here Stop it. Change the SIM card. You we won't are give me your number. Friends. You should now an author. <laughs> You're work friends with a are lot of you? people who have your number. Are you an author? Uh-huh. I mean, it looks to me like somebody transcribed your radio show. No. I really wrote a lot of that. <laughs> it's true. A lot of the death and dying stuff about my mother who's dead. I didn't find one of those chapters yet. Oh, it's in there. It's in the book, Whatever Land. Whatever Land, learning to live here. Mm-hmm. Alexis and Jennifer have written us. You guys going out and do any signings? I don't know yet. I haven't been told that we are. That's still not me texting you because I don't have your number. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, put her in system, okay? Okay. Does the animator have your number? Because we're doing the uh, we're, RBI stuff. We're work friends. We don't, I, you know, it wouldn't be proper to. I am giving him my number, though. Yeah, exactly. You give it to a lot of people, but not me. It's like hurtful. A lot of people, they're afraid to even contact me. Well, you don't have that uncomfortability. No, I don't have that fear. (laughs) You walk into anyone's studio, into anyone's... I heard you call me Kramer. Huh? Kramer. You called me Kramer. You are like Kramer a little bit. I'm not like Kramer. I don't make an entrance like that. I don't... uh, I don't do that Kind of today with like a bag full of sandwiches. Like, giddy up, Ron. Honestly, if I say giddy up, shoot me. I heard you say serenity now the other day. I do anyway, say that sometimes. We are less than 24 hours away from it all dropping. What? Interrobang. Oh. The Interrobang. Is that a new website or no just one a knows new? It, no one knows what it is. Or is it's it a, a new like uh, Twitter name? We don't know. We don't know what the whole thing is. iBang is a new Twitter name. Oh, is that really going to be it? The iBang. Really? At iBang? So I'll start to follow it today. The iBang. The iBang? Mm-hmm. At the iBang? Yeah. Stop saying it over and over. It's gotten crazy. Well, I'm going to follow already following it. the iBang. I am? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. No, I'm following two or two friends. We can make people follow from our fucking place. <gasps> we yeah. can fucking snatch people and have them start to follow us. That's We're true. doing shit you never even heard of before. This is mm-hmm. insanity. Coming yeah. up in just a few minutes, Daryl Hall from Live at Daryl's House, which I've told you 90 times to watch and you won't. Why, Why you can't you just put it on? It's the best music show ever. I yeah. I think I know someone who shot that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you did. <laughs> um, <coughs> oh man. Let's go over here to Scott. That was interesting. Um, Carter was wrote to me too when you were saying, "Oh my God, that's the book." When I bring up stories. Mm-hmm. And he wrote in, didn't she write this book? I did, but I forgot the things that I told. I mean, oh. I should be muzzled. You didn't proofread it? or I She did. actually had a goat writer. 
I actually, I yeah, I've read this book so many times, but I just... I read this book so many times. I have. Times. Sure. You write the book. Yes, but then you read it so many times because you have to keep proofreading How long it. before you were done and it comes out? A long time, right? Yeah, uh, maybe February. Maybe so February we started books. all the editing, the real stuff. Hmm. Not that annoying. I think this is the first of many books you and Jennifer will be doing. I'm Jennifer. You and Alexis. That's what I meant. You and Jennifer will be doing the next book. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever land, uh, learning to live here. Yes. Here in a red dot. (laughs) Alexis and Jennifer. We used to call them the whatever girls. Yeah. You can go to my website, justjenny.com, to find how how to order it. Here's Photoshop Mike. I heard there's a new kid in town. You guys got early Christmas gifts this year, huh? Dude, I, you uh, know, <laughs> you, last year, did you go before Thanksgiving? Uh, no, it was around, like, the 15th. Yeah, it was around, just about Thanksgiving, yeah. This guy came in yesterday before, I mean, let's face it, it's still somewhat warm most of the days. It's early October. It is. It's nice out now. Hell yeah. <laughs> any, any October, I call it. Any October. Man. So did you guys get some good stuff? Uh, Kaganator. Yeah, I got keg. a nice bottle. Uh, I got a nice box of uh, of cigars. Uh, Fez got some beautiful a uh, Blu-ray machine. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zito's really? got sixty dollars worth of meat. Yeah, yep. Side of flaming. And <laughs> nothing for the kid. The one person that could probably use stuff. Seriously. Oh, I mean, I have nothing. And so, Mike, are you not even going to try this year? No, I'm still going to try. I'm still uh, there. He's been so busy with the preparation for the wedding and working with zombie hunters and everything else like that. Uh, I don't know whether you should even try now. Yeah, He's going to really have to outdo a, a keg. You're not going to outdo Raider. October 5th. Raider. <laughs> well, I do have some good news to tell you guys, though, about the, if you don't mind about the zombie hunter thing. Go ahead. We're on, uh, we, we recently got on, uh, I think we're on like in uh, nine cities and like 23 markets with the show now. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. So, I mean, you know, I really, with, with help from you guys, it's been, been a whole lot. Oh, please and I just, don't. No, seriously. Hell, <laughs> you, know, you guys have helped so much. And I just I wish I was there earlier to kind of, you know, start the season off right, but I certainly will be in soon. All right. Uh, congratulations. That's so great. The show's yeah, on uh, 23 different markets. Amazing. Anybody wants to check it out, it'd be great. It's, it's, it's uh, zombiehuntershow.com. I'd really appreciate the traffic. That'd be wonderful. Okay, my friend. Zombie... Huntershow.com. Zombiehuntershow.com. Would you ever do an animation of me and Jennifer where we're just saying you shut up back and forth to each other? You shut up. I would definitely do that. You do your line, Jennifer. You shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. Shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. There's a song called Shut Up by Nick Lachey. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We love it. Yeah. We all sit around talking about little shit hits. <laughs> I need everybody to fucking bail out of here before Daryl Hall comes in. Oh, I would, Fall yeah. in Philadelphia. I can't oh. believe you didn't play Rich Girl. You know, uh, I would never make him play Rich Girl. Come on. He despises <laughs> having to do Rich Girl all the time. I bet. <laughs> He's got a nice house like you, though. Would you like to come to my house? If I get your cell number, you can come to my house. <laughs> Whoa. I, we don't bargain here for friendship. Thank you. Look yeah, at really. you stepping you. up. Seriously, I he does step this, up. Seriously. Seriously. Fred knows. By the way, I've invited Ron over. He knows. He has an open invitation. Okay. 
He's moved into almost second mic for me. Has he? Hicks, you've dropped back to third. Oh, no. Uh, Zito's playing annoying music and fourth <laughs> mic. Fezzi's having an off day today. And I'd say, well, since Jennifer's come in, she's been pretty high up. Since she's been in, she's been second mic. Oh, is that a good thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate if it. If you talk even more, yeah. uh, you'd be first mic. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Jason. Hi, buddies. Hi, Jennifer. Love you. Love your treadmill, Sam. What are this book is a richest to richest story? It is. <laughs> well, first of all, um, Alexis didn't grow up wealthy. Sure, she didn't. No. No. Yeah. Whatever, Lynn. <clears throat> Learning to live here, <laughs> and it's Alexis Stewart and Jennifer Love Hut. <laughs> Um, <laughs> are you going by that now? It would be really smart. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm just Jennifer Hutt, Mrs. Hutt. JJ. Hey, Ronnie, how are you? None of your business, Jay. <laughs> I understand. Jennifer's wasting her damn time promoting her book on this this show. I mean, we have no audio version. How are we supposed to know what's going on in this book? So you're saying that because you're saying our listeners don't read. I would love to. No. If people buy the book, if it does well, I will do. I will read it on the treadmill or just jumping around. <laughs> I would love to hear. Broken. I would love to hear the audio book with you narrating. I would love to do one if it sells enough. I will. It's it's called her show. They're <laughs> just grabbing stuff out of the show. Uh, Adam. Adam. Yeah. What can we do for you? No, you shut up. No, <laughs> I don't think two guys should play that together. You play three way, together, though. Three way, you shut up, Freddie. You shut up. No, you shut up. Oh, that's so hot. <laughs> oh my god. That's so stupid. Uh... I don't get it. What? Um, people writing stuff in. Uh oh, was it me in? No, um, the people writing in. How glad they are that you're here. Yeah, right. They what do. were they calling me? Yeah. Whole get the radio whore <laughs> off the radio. She's the worst person ever. Blah blah blah. Go bounce your boobies. All right. Let me just say this: <laughs> the calling women holes and radio whores that primarily comes from the O and A audience. Oh, that's not a Ron and Fez audience thing. Oh. You know what right. I said? Let's start to, what? I said, Jennifer's a whole lot of fun to have <laughs> in the studio with us. <laughs> See? This, this is why great. I want to take this kid I on today. I'm so good He's too him. fucking hot. I like him. Yeah. Well, you could hire him, but you just By can't the way, approach him. If I him. could end up with some sort of budget, I would hire him. He's mm. swell. <laughs> I would do this. I'll trade him right now. For? The Rosie Unmasked. I'm try I tried, by the way. I tried to get that done and I'll keep trying. I can't I I, I told her about you. What what is her what is her hate for me then? I don't think she's hate for you. I think she's not doing much radio promotion. No. She's definitely not. Yeah. All right, whatever land learning to live here. <laughs> Alexis Stewart and Jennifer Love Hut <laughs> together. It is from riches to riches, you're a rich girl, but you've gone too far. You don't. And then, um, does your husband always do this a lot? Is your dad happy? <laughs> Tell me the truth. Is your dad happy? <laughs> Never. Huh? 
No. How much do you think he's leaving us? No. <laughs> Just tell me. No. Round figure. Even if it's low. Low ball if you have to. We're still in the standing that. line. I mean, he's not pissing us away, is he? I I I'm hoping he leaves me something for just for being oh, nice to stop you. Stop it. You guys are all silly. Can I get the door for you? Here's what I'd say. Whatever's in his pocket right now. That's what I would be happy with. Whatever's in his pocket right now. He does like cash. Mark the Shark's still glaring at me because I got mad at him for fucking just playing music, for playing Uptown Girl. For I wasn't glaring at you with. at all. I was, I was watching the clock. Mm. We know. He gets a little pissy. He Who, gets his old feeling. man Mark? Yeah, he gets his feelings hurt very, very easy. It's a setback for him. I see him even talking to himself. No, what the fuck? Everything I can do, at least I don't fucking sit there just fucking holding on to the thing for an hour. We got to go. Whatever, Land. Thank you. Learning to live <laughs> here. Alexis Stewart, Jennifer Love Hut. This is a perfect Christmas present. I Get think it so. early. Mm-hmm. I understand you're going to be signing things online somehow. Yeah, on uh, there's some website, Kindle Graph, that I can sign Kindle books. Uh, by the way, people tell me that GVAC just sent this in. Daryl Hall will be 65 on Tuesday. Wow. I dare you to watch this show that he does live from Daryl's house and tell me there's a better person singing today. It's so amazing the way 65 has changed over my life. Incredible to me. What 65 used to be. All right, we're breaking... Uh, back with Daryl Hall. It's Ron Fez Show. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, Ron and Fez on the virus.
That's off of Daryl Hall's brand new album, Laughing Down Crying. Uh, Daryl Hall in studio. How you doing, man? I'm right here. I'm good. It's uh, great to see you. The, the album sounds great. Thank you. And you produced this as well? You did oh, yeah. yeah. I've been doing that for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you also, and I've talked about this a lot of times on my show, of what a gigantic fan I am of the show that you started doing out of your house, ah. uh, Daryl's house, which honestly... Is the best show about music in history. <laughs> there is more to that show, I think, for people who like music. And there's more of a chance to find out what music's about than anything I've ever seen before. That's, that's why I did it. Yeah. I, I figured it was time to show people. I, everybody says this to me, this just what you're saying. It's, it's the only time they get to see musicians outside of what uh, of their act you yeah. know and then off stage right. you know because that's how you you only know people through their through their uh, what you see from the audience perspective yeah. and uh, i tried to uh, do something where the where the audience would be like fly on the wall right in the midst of it all it is it is like that i remember uh, one time i got invited up to a uh, rehearsal up in uh, Harlem at the Apollo Theater uh -huh. and it was when standing in the shadows of motown was all yeah, going yeah, on sure. Uh, so those guys got together, the Funk Brothers, and they said, come on up, and we're going to be rehearsing, we want you to be there, and then you'll do the interview later. And it was, like, so cool that I ended up, like, going over to the side and being quiet, mm -hmm. feeling like I'm going to get thrown out of here, yeah. like, what's that guy doing here? That's what your show yeah, feels you like, <laughs> you know? It feels like these guys are being themselves, and you get the chance oh, to are. sit in. they yeah. are. I mean, everything you see is real. There's no rehearsal. I mean, we we uh, we all do our homework right. once we figure out what songs we're going to do, and then uh, uh, we just get into the, the house the day of, you know, set up. It's, well, it's usually pre set up, but you know, we start banging our instruments. The guest comes as you see. I meet them at the door mm -hmm. exactly as you see, and walk them into the room, and we start playing music. Now, the other thing about it that's just amazing is this is the f far and away the best sound anywhere yeah. not just on the internet but it's better than what saturday night live is doing yeah. it's better than tonight show it's better than these big network shows yeah. and i still i've actually was talking to a guy one day on my show who does engineering who doesn't understand how you guys have been able to get the sound that good well i've had the same engineer mm -hmm. since 19 ooh, i don't know 88 89 mm -hmm. and i have to give him credit pete moshe is his name and he has done uh, the engineering on most of the Hall and Oates records since then, as well as uh, as as my solo stuff, and and then he does all the Life and Daryl stuff, and he does our front of house as well. So this guy's good, man. Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, if that doesn't get done, if every part of it doesn't get done, oh, that's the most important bit. Yeah. You could do whatever you want, but if the, if people right. aren't hearing it the right way, forget it. You know. And I can't tell you how many times I'll be watching a national show going god this sounds like shit i know yeah. hey i'm on those shows sometimes <laughs> yeah, right. i know all about it yeah, yeah. Uh, the show that you're doing now uh that kind of got you working 
the new album in the direction that you're going because i know you're playing around with different genres and yeah 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 it it sort of it opened me up to uh, uh to that kind of spontaneous sound mm -hmm. that uh I, I i've i've been trying to get to that place more and more over the years but uh doing daryl's house really it opens it up for real you well you know? got a gun to your head because you're yeah. trying to make that other person yeah. feel comfortable and good yeah it's all yeah it's like first impressions mm -hmm. on your toes all the time right so i tried to do that in the studio with with my own songs and uh and and have the production style that would reflect that you know the beauty of it too is here's something where you know this is a way that you're working now that people never foresee they won't ever thought Oh, in the future, this will be a show you'll be able to have. You kind of put this together yeah. on the fly. Yeah. And if you go back and watch these, and, and you'll see the show kind of oh, yeah. evolving. Because <laughs> the first show, you're still kind of talking to the camera. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. welcoming people in. The first show was was uh, road crew and, uh, and my manager at the time holding handicams. You uh -huh. know? I didn't know what to say. I, right. you could, the first, I loved to watch the first one because I was so... Like not ready for this, yeah. And uh, and we had no guest. It was just me playing some songs, and then we right away. I said, I you know what? I need a director, man. You know, and somebody tell me what to do. So I I got a director, and then we started going from there. And I started getting bringing guests in, and then we brought some food in, and then we you know it, yeah. it just evolves. And that that whole sense of community, like the whole communal act of that, yeah. where music, food, a lot of laughter. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like uh, that. It's really like being invited to this really great party yeah. that just stays throughout the day. It's amazing. Well, that's what it is. I, uh, it's just a good party. Now, the other part of it that's great is there's people like, I'm like, well, I can't wait to see this person on. But then sometimes I'm like, I don't know the people, and I get turned on to them. Or sometimes I don't think people are going to be able to hang, and they do great. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of pissed me off because I'm waiting for that first person to really shit the bed <laughs> or the other thing is i'm waiting for someone to piss you off someone disrespect the house and bring the philly out of you yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm waiting for that too that'll be a great show <laughs> i'm you know what i come prepared for that idea every <laughs> fucking time is that right oh yeah yeah but uh you know i i don't know I don't know what to say about that. You know, I, I don't know if it's the kind of people that I want to have on the show mm -hmm. and their personalities reflect whatever it is that I like about them musically. I have not had one asshole in my house. Yeah. And, I, and I'm waiting for the first asshole. I swear right. to God. But it, it's, it's, it hasn't happened, man. They're all good people. And they're all... I noticed the new generation especially. They're, they're, they have a very realistic attitude about where they stand in the world. You know, I, I came up... Uh, you know, in the, in, in the seventies and eighties and whatever, you know, and, and where you did something in the whole world immediately, you know, you had the chance to be a, that's the superstar, super duper star, whatever. Right. And, and, and I think it affected the egos of my generation where they th took themselves very seriously and continue to do so by the way. Right. And these kids, they don't do that, man. They don't do it. So you're actually even more comfortable with young people coming up. It's, actually, yes, yeah. I am. I, I mean, I, I bring the, the occasional what I call veterans, and a lot of people I bring are my friends like Todd Rundgren and people like that. The Todd Rundgren ones I love obviously that one. are great. Yeah, we're such, you know, we're friends, so it, that just works so easily. But I really like bringing the new guys on. Yeah. Uh, there are, well, I'll, I'll bring up a, a, a couple of these. Uh, this uh, Potter girl that you had on. Uh, Grace, yeah. Didn't know her at all. End of it, completely in love with her. 
Just like, yeah. now I got to go out and find out everything yeah. there is to do about her. And she's been around for a while. It's one of those things that gets more difficult, though, to keep up with new music because yeah. it's coming from so many different places. I know it is, yeah. You know? I think that I'm starting to become a go-to place for record companies and managers. To, they actually call me because they know that my show resonates in that way, in a different way than, than say, going on Jay Leno or something. Exactly. It's, it's a, 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 it has more impact for, for the artist. Well, you're able to get to know that person by the end of it and of course i mean your band is so good that there's no yeah. way that you can come in there and not be good you know what yeah. i mean like there is a certain amount of pressure yeah. in the middle of this fun to be able to hang yeah. uh and there's always these great un uh unexpected moments to me i thought it was one of the best moments i've ever seen in music you got Smokey on. Uh, you guys are doing Sarah Smile. Yeah. And then you kind of force him <laughs> into doing a song that he wasn't yeah. ready to do. I'll tell you the story about that is that when we were, and that was T Bone was still alive. So he, yeah. was, he was a part of this. So T Bone and I were uh, figuring out what songs to do with Smokey. I mean, Smokey, I wanted to be Smokey when I was a sure. kid, you know? And so that was total idolatry there. And, and I said, you know, I, I called his people. I said, "Okay, I, you know, here's here's the list of songs I'd really like to do. You know, uh, um, um, uh, I've been good to you. I went down the line. Ooh, baby, baby." And the, the management coming back is, "Well, you know, Smokey really doesn't like to do baby, baby." I went, "What? <laughs> Come on, man! What are you talking about? You know, that'd be like me not want to do Sarah Smile or something." Right. But but uh, I said, "Okay, okay." And T Bone and I plotted, and we said, "You know what? We're going to drag this out of him. We're going to do it, and so he doesn't have any way to not." you know, to not respond. Yeah. And you see it. What you saw there was my favorite moment in the whole four years we've been doing this. I, we pulled something so great out of him yeah. by doing it that way. And what a moment, what a magic moment. And you was. saw it first. I mean, he just stands there like, I'm not selling no, this. No, no, no. You're not going to get I, this. I'm, 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 I'm going yeah. like, hey, come on, Smokey. Come on, Smokey. And then come you on. start to sing his song to him. And I'm like, the first time I'm watching, I'm like, oh, shit, this is really cringy. <laughs> Tomorrow, if you want to be free, yeah. 
Where I still love you until the day is me and I cry. Ooh, 
to play But in the game I lost you One more price to pay And I'm crying I've gone back and watched that so many times because it goes back to that purity. Yeah. I, I want to bring up, you mentioned T-Bone. Yeah. Uh, T-Bone Walk, who was your friend, collaborator, everything for many, many years. Yeah. This is another great thing about what you've done with that show is that over the course of it, I, I think for so many of us who've just grown up watching the front men, because that's all you can pick up at a concert or whatever, but you get to see how important a guy like T-Bone is, not just to music, but to a society. Yeah, yeah. We, he, was, he was an amazing human being, as well as an amazing musician. And to, we were so good together, man. Yeah. It was like in every possible way. I mean, he was my closest friend. And, and uh, we were so intuitive and, and, and worked off each other in ways that it's hard to even describe. You know, the way we played guitar together and, and, and just everything we did. And things like, you know, uh, getting Smokey to do that. You yeah. know, there was some, there's some, there was some dual vibe that we, that we created. And it was really uh, an incredibly confusing and chaotic thing when he died so suddenly. And, uh, 
you know, I was right in the very first mm. week of the album. And, and the song Problem With You, which is on the album, was the last notes he ever played. And three hours later, he was gone. And uh, in fact, his picture's in there doing those notes that I'm talking about.
it was the same as uh, you know so i had to pick up the pieces you know on right. the album and i had to pick up the pieces on the on the on daryl's house too yeah and i got really lucky that one of the first people i thought to call was a, a, a guy named paul pesco who was did play guitar with us over the years when bone was playing bass sometimes and he was in the hall and oats band and i did some production with him and i wrote some songs with him and he was a, a musical friend as well as i knew him quite well and he dropped everything and came in and, and turned the project both projects excuse me both projects around and made made something positive out of out of uh, all the the bullshit that just that that happened you know yeah. it was, it was it was an incredible thing. I owe him a lot to that and, and uh, for that. And uh, somehow we turned it around. Well, I think the, the greatest thing, too, that you were able to do for your friend is this, all this footage exists now, yeah. that we didn't know this guy, even yeah. though we've been playing the music forever. Right. It's the type of thing that the public misses. Yeah. And like early on, I think it was like the Nick Lowe uh, one where you guys yeah. are just sitting out yeah. next to the river is where it got into my head of oh this son of a bitch can play anything yeah. he doesn't care you bring up a song yeah. he is going to know it and you know for the young kids growing up if you're just seeing American Idol or a lot of the other bands the band is pushed either way back or some of these new kids they will travel and the band's not even on the stage like it's Broadway right. you guys are all in each other's laps and to be able to see a guy, because I think it's as important, music is as important as the people who love it, you know? Sure. So to see people who just have dedicated to them, I think that's an amazing thing. And for me to have felt uh, a real loss yeah. when I found out that he passed away, I mean, it was mm. like, from watching your show, it was like losing somebody that I knew, because yeah. you felt like you knew the guy after no, watching your show. I, I think a lot of people felt that way. Yeah. Uh, so it's the spectacular thing is to be able to say, boom, we've got this now. I mean, this if you guys ever wanted to do a documentary on him, you know, uh, you've got enough footage. I got lots of footage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but was there moments where you're like, do I even want to keep this show going without him? I mean, you guys were so tight. There were moments where I thought, can I we we he was such an important part of the show I was wondering mm. if people's perceptions would change you know if people wouldn't want to see the show without him in it you yeah. know but I found out really early on that that people are are I don't know they they wanted the show they, yeah they wanted the show to continue and and I got a lot of support and a lot of uh, proof that I that it wasn't revolving only around his presence that it was such an important thing, but it, 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 I, I could go beyond it, you know? And, uh, uh, I, you know, I felt that way with everything. It was sure. just, how do you... It wasn't whether I was going to go on, it was how I was going to go on. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, the beautiful and kind of life-affirming thing is that you could see where you had to pick up and do the bone part, or other guys in the band yeah. had to do the bone part. Yeah. And that's kind of what we give to each other yeah. and not to make it overly heavy but that's kind of what daryl's house is about yeah. you know what i mean yeah. is people touching each other through its song food yep. friendship i think it's an amazing thing and i know that couldn't have been what you set out to do with the show you know i mean it had to evolve into this it, it evolved into it yeah. I, my my idea was to turn the everything upside down to instead of me traveling the world have the world come to me yeah. instead of having the audience sit out in front of me there have the audience right in the room like mm -hmm. feel like a fly on the wall those two things and and showing people 
showing the world what musicians are really like when they hang together. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of people think of musicians as just some of the famous bands, which becomes these like personal stories, where this is really about the work. These are all working musicians. Yeah, yeah. And your show isn't a reality show because, you know, you're not arguing with your kids or going into your bedroom. It's it's the reality of what it is like to work in a field yeah. that all the people involved in it obviously love. Yeah. yeah. Um, really, really cool to see that happen, particularly at this point of your career when you had to been into kind of a, a what's next phase. Yeah, for sure. You know? You know, I, that was another thing. I realized that I was in a unique position, that I have the uh, uh, the connections with, with, with re other veteran artists, like the right. Smokies of the world, but yet I also have the ear and the respect of young kids. I'm sort of this man in the middle, which it's an unusual position. I realized that there was a resurgence of interest in what it is that I do by by a new generation, and that sort of put me in that middle thing, you know. And I, I, it, it I, I just jumped on it, opportunity. You know? Well, do you think that with young people, it, it ever kind of went away, or was it like sometimes with the media it comes in, well, and goes? It, the generations change. Yeah, is that's what happened. You know, I I was perceived a certain way by my own generation, the people I started with, you know, my my peers, and then. <clears throat> And then uh, uh, th th there was a little period of time where, the, I don't know, the, there was sort of a, a fallow period, I'll call it, mm -hmm. in the early 90s around that time. And then, then young kids started getting into what I do. So it, it, was, it was just one of those things. You know, it, it doesn't happen to every artist. I think every artist hopes that it'll happen, that you right. cross generations, but it, it, did, it happened to me. See, I'm from Delaware County, so we have this feeling of Hall & Oates that, Sometimes I think the media outside of Philadelphia yeah. would be a little rougher on you. Yeah. And I think that there's a thing of this. If you're going to be a soul singer and you sing in the style of Ray Charles, Rolling Stone is going to embrace you. The, you, the, you the Van Morrison's. Yep, yep. But if you sing in the style of a Smokey Robinson, suddenly they've got a different vibe about it. That's what it was in that generation. There yeah. was, I call it rockist. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, they, they don't get the soul thing at all outside of the Philly area and a yeah. few other places. Uh, as far as the, the rock crit uh, um, um, group of people in, yeah. in my day, in our day. Right. But now that's gone. That, that perception's gone yeah. away. That's that's left you behind. But did that surprise you at first that that same music that everybody was loving, everybody was dancing to? It's it was it it surprised me for a long time. Mm -hmm. the, the the fight that I had with a certain group of people that refused to accept what I was doing as real, where they would accept this sort of half-assed versions of other things yeah. are real you know i don't want to name names but yeah uh you know i'm nothing if i'm not real and and uh i think people that grew up with music that i grew up with like you and and people in our area they they know what's real right and they know and, what i do and you guys would get played on urban radio stations okay. where that crossover is entirely harder in my opinion than moving over like for a black artist to move into a white station it's not easy, but for a white artist to move on to a black station, it's almost unheard almost of. Almost unheard of. Yeah. I started on black radio. I started, first records I ever made were played on WDAS mm -hmm. in Philadelphia and HAT in Philadelphia. Now, that's the, they're, the, they're the black stations, and it took me a while to cross over to white stations, and, and it wasn't until Sarah Smile that I did it, and that record started on the entire black radio network oh, yeah. uh, system and crossed over to pop 
quote a pop radio. So I came in from that door, man. It was right. a, a, a very almost unheard of thing that what happened to me. And, and for, for you, was it even a conscious decision, or were you just like? Uh, this is what music sounds like? Or did you say, I like black music as opposed to white music? No, I, I like my music. My right. music is that. You right. know, I, 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 that's what I grew up with. Mm -hmm. That's baby food to me. That's, what I, that's the only kind of music I heard. I grew up in a very uh, uh, racially integrated environment, uh, as most people do if they lived in the Philadelphia right. area. And uh, that was just the music that I knew. I, I, I never tried. I wasn't listening to it on the radio like the Rolling Stones and saying, oh, I want to do this. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, that was just, that was the neighborhood. Yeah. You know? So that always uh, carry, carries along for you, that early stuff. Well, that, you got that allows me to do any style of music and still be a soul singer. Yeah. You know, as any soul singer, you could take anybody that does what I do and put them in any kind of context and it still comes out as, as, as soul music. I, I And you can hear this in Daryl's house, too, uh, because uh, there's a song where you're with you're singing jo a Joe Jackson song yeah. and uh, you bring in a Philly soul thing to it. Yeah. And it's not a conscious decision, but you're going to bring that when you're singing country, you're going to sing it in a Philly soul. I'm way. just going to open my mouth and that's what's whatever's yeah. going to come out. That's my roots. You know, the other beauty for you, though, is that instrument has always stayed with you. Well, you, I got lucky with that. My, yeah. my parents are both singers, and my mother was a vocal teacher, so she taught me to sing the right way from when I was a tiny, tiny kid. So I, I, I'll I don't sing from my throat, so I don't have to worry about that kind of losing your voice thing. So never has it ever bothered you throughout your career? No, never. And there's so many people, and again, I won't even name throat, names. Throat singers. Yeah. yeah, and you'll just see them lose it yeah, well, as that's time what goes by. If you sing from your throat long enough, especially if you're screaming and yelling, you're going to lose it eventually. Um, you, uh, I know that you did something with Todd not too long ago in mm -hmm. Atlantic City. He was in here and he said he had a great time with it. Oh yeah, well, that was um, so much fun. Do you want to try to take that Daryl's Hall energy out? We're doing it. We're going to do Life of, that was the first one, uh -huh. Life and Daryl's Live, and I uh, did it with Todd. I, I did sort of a, a, um, a prototype of one with Fits in the Tantrums, mm -hmm. uh, uh, but I'm going to continue to do those. And next year I'm going to probably be doing a lot of those. As well as solo stuff. Maybe solo stuff and that together, you know. Some solo, some nights with others. I mean, yeah. you. I, I never see you shaking. Is there anybody that you would be like, I don't know if I could do that kind of music, or do you feel open to whoever is? I mean, if it's I metal or whatever. I, I can't think of anybody, man. Yeah. No, I, I've, done, I've had some, you know, like Finger Eleven on there. You yeah. know I mean, I like that kind of stuff. I like everything, man. You're just open to music. I love music, all kinds of music. Uh, and... Do you have plans for where you want this to go, man, or you just want to keep rolling along with it? It's I just keep going. It's already going to the place that I want it to go. You know, I'm, now it's on regular television, which is great. It's going to be syndicated. Is it syndicated? It's, it started this this not this not yesterday, but the weekend before it. Mm -hmm. um, on 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 uh, the twenty fourth, it was the first, and it's a national syndication. Various. Just about every town in the United States has it. I mean, not every town, but I, what, I think it's 80% of the United States right now to start. What kind of control do you keep of that? Complete Is, control. That's, crazy, why I, that's why I did what I did. I, I, I wanted to go the, uh, that route uh, the, the, um, as opposed to going to networks because I didn't want anybody to tell me what I want, you know, to change anything. Yeah. I, it's just basically a re-editing. And I don't. You know, the fact that you have people, like I said, people that I haven't heard of, uh, which I get turned on to, 
And then, of course, younger people are definitely not going to know some of the other people that are coming yeah. out, which I think is great. That's almost like that Ed Sullivan thing from when you were a kid where <laughs> yeah. you gotta, you know, you're going to get what's ever sure, sure. coming out, and it's up to that person to win you over. So, um, but I'm sure once TV, they're going to want to look for this week's hit and stuff, right? I mean, yeah, you're going to get some of that. Well, I, I I have yet to get to that place where you know I've, people already talk about sweeps week and all that stuff. Right. But I I'm trying to mix and match veteran, as I said, veteran artists and new artists. And I mean, a lot of the artists I have on, you know, like Train. I mean, these guys are doing great. Yeah, and they're doing fantastic. So I, I have enough uh, across the board kind of successful artists on that I can mix and match, and nobody so far has told me anything to do. I right, Train is a, a a great example because to see them on with you. I had one perception before the show that got fed to me from, you know, radio, hit radio today, yeah. and another perception when they, when they left. I would not have thought that those guys would have been so ready to dive into it, and you start to yeah. see heart in yeah. places that you that I think radio can keep away from people. You yeah, know? I totally agree with you. I, and sometimes people keep it away from themselves. Sometimes right. the, the act of an artist is not to uh, his or her best advantage, you know, the, uh, the perception they give off. But when they get to my house, I, I, I think, uh, uh, and this is a thing, a lot of people have said that the bands sound better when they're on the show than they do when they're on their own. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. There was the, uh, the, I think it's Plain White Tees, is that the kids that did yeah. the Hey There, Delilah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a song that got so overplayed in New York oh, City. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, well, these kids are going to be in trouble. I can't wait to see them in playing with Daryl's band. They were great, man. They pulled it off. They were really, really good. And that's, that, when you have that thing of forcing the audience at home, I think, to be involved, uh, you know, I think it's a whole different thing. Cause so much of the time, I think that it has changed between the audience and the, is there's like this gimme thing, yeah. you know, that people are just used to this stuff. Uh, what's great about live performances is that people are involved together. What's great about your show is you don't know what you're going to get. It's mm -hmm. the exact opposite yeah. of everything we've had before. Uh, the new album is out and you can pick that up. If you go to uh, livefromdarylshouse.com, because he's running everything out of there. It's a business. It's a home. <laughs> there's food. It's basically a record company at this point, too, right? It, it, it's just like Motown, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, of course, check out the show, nationally syndicated, uh, Laughing Down Crying, great songs on here. Thank you. And you're going to be doing some of those as special Dallas houses. Well, oh yeah, right? yeah. We're gonna start. Uh, I think I, I always sort of make my little suggestions because they. I say dig deep into my catalog. I tell the guests because everybody yeah. wants to play rich girl and stuff like right. that. Right. So I say now nah, you know go a little deeper, go a little deeper. Now I'm gonna start telling them to go go into this direction a little more too. Uh, that reminds me that when Rodden Green comes in again, we got to do. Uh, we got to get you a woman. He hasn't done it a long time. It's a great song. Yeah, there's a couple of them that he just refuses to do. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know if that's one of them or not. <laughs> you know, he's he's funny that way. He is funny, man. Um, thanks so much for coming in. Okay, and thank seriously, you. thanks for the show too, dude. It's been so much fun just I'm, to be a fan of. I'm it. I'm really glad you like it, man. All right.
girl I own Only have I Today's Ron and Fez show. For your convenience, this program will re-air tonight starting at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. The Opie and Anthony show is next on The Virus.